Welcome back to Let's Get Haunted! Hey, haunties! Guess what time of the year it is? It is time for our season finale, annual end of the year, end of the season Mm Q&A. We are officially done with season four. In some ways, a relief. A mad dash to the end, and we are excited to start season five, but before then, we've got to do our Q&A. If this is the first time you are listening to this podcast or watching this vlog, and you want to get straight to the Q&A, you can open up the show notes, the very first sentence, and all caps is going to say what time to skip to to get to the Q&A. Otherwise, let's go. And for those of you who are listening to this in audio format, you should know that we are filming this. Hopefully, Hopefully. I don't know uh, what's going on because we have these like weird vlog cameras that um, this weird dude gave to me Uh, (laughs) and so I don't know if they even work or not because my phone is like all frozen it says that there's slow wi-fi detected so there's like an app on my phone that I'm not able to like look at what's being recorded live so hopefully we're on the camera hopefully everything is good um yeah it's been crazy you guys it's a saturday morning we have uh, been up since like 6 a.m getting ready to do this thing because we have a very short amount of time i am flying out from los angeles as soon as we finish recording this so we're on a really tight schedule uh but we're gonna try to get it all done ali has lovingly printed out like schedules you guys can't see these but i'm literally looking at a timeline that's like 8 a.m intro 8 15 add 8 40 this <laughs> 8 55 this 9 10 this and we're already 15 minutes behind so uh let's get this going let's get this party started natalia i'm very excited to be with you today yeah. for this finale um every year i feel like i say the same thing but i really can't believe it's the end of another year I know it just keeps going and every year I think it's going to get easier and it just keeps getting harder and harder and I'm like at what point do we get stronger or do we get sent back up or fortifications or do we just continue to do this and struggle until there's no will left in our bodies. Um, do we die trying? I think so. It do be like that sometimes. I do sometimes feel like we are dying and floundering. And then other times I'm like, we're thriving. Like, yeah. for example, when we got our Spotify wrapped in. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen our Spotify wrapped results, you can go to at Let's Get Haunted on Instagram. But uh, essentially, we surpassed last year both in number of listeners and in number of streams. And what else did we surpass? Number of co- uh, minutes of content put out. Yeah. And it said that we were in the top one percent of most right. shared podcasts globally and what that does is that tells me that you guys are out there being like hey i need you to <laughs> listen to whatever it is i listen to uh whether you're sharing us just to make fun of us and it's like all a big joke that we're getting laughed on or are we in on the joke right or is it actually good content we will never know who is to say yeah. we who have no is idea. to say we don't know But what I do know is that once again, it's the end of the year. And if you are listening to this right now, it is the final week of December. It is almost New Year's. And you know what that means? That is our final time to shout out our donors for this episode. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to take a moment also to give a very special shout out to Brianna, who is getting married January 14th. This shout out is coming from Sam V. 
Sam was very adamant about getting the shout out into the episode. So sorry we don't have this filmed because Sam had donated after our video episode already had been recorded. So I'm putting this in retroactively. Thank you very much, Brianna and Sam, for listening to the podcast. Brianna, we hope you have a wonderful day on your big wedding day and wishing you a lifetime of love and happiness. Thanks for being haunties. I'd love to give a big shout out to Lindsay L., Christopher A, Sydney C, October N, Savannah M, Heidi V, Olivia M, and Rachel G. Thank you all so much yeah, for donating to the show. So much. And if you didn't hear your name at all this season and you donated, it's probably because we are doing everything a couple weeks in advance. So perhaps we just haven't gotten to your donation yet. And we will call you out in our next season as That's soon right. as it starts. So I would also like to thank Malik and Peter Barker, as always. Jim H., thank you very much. <laughs> Gentry B., Curie S, Skylar L, Alicia J, Kathy G, Amber A, October Noir V, Camry G, and Lindsay L. Thank you guys so much. Congratulations! You donated. We noticed you. Uh, Natalia is editing this, so yeah. she might put some air horns in post, mm-hmm. some confetti. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys, the thing about us being enthusiastic is that if I could, I would fucking run and do a front yeah. flip. I would run straight up the wall. I would crawl across the ceiling, yes. and I would shoot a web out of my stomach and slowly lower down onto mm. the table in a crouching position, mm. whereby which I would start break dancing. Yes. However, we can. Cannot move because what has happened is that we are destitute and yeah. we have used a bunch of things in our office that are not professional. This is all barely holding together by a thread. My phone is taped with a piece of scotch tape. We're not sponsored by them either. So I feel like if I move forward or backwards, I'm going to bump things and then it's all going to fall apart. Right. Yes. I definitely sympathize with that feeling. Our cameras are currently propped up on four different cardboard boxes to be tall enough to where you guys can see us. And also as we film, it's possible the lighting might change because our windows are yeah. super thin. Can I just show them like yeah. what? this? Yeah, guys, by all means. Here we have the setup. There we go. Allie's side's actually like a lot more legit than my side. We've got ring lights here. This is a piece of paper with the schedule on it. Uh, I've got a possum in my lap with scotch tape on my phone that is showing (laughs) the filming here. And the way that the chairs are is that we cannot move forward because the chair does not fit. If I move forward and bump the table, I might lose the microphone because the microphone is just wanting to fall. Wait, Uh, show the wall. Okay, this is what I like to call Christmas on a budget. I had to figure out a way to use minimal nails because our landlord, as we have discussed, obviously does not want nails in their wall. So I only used four nails for this entire thing, which let me tell you, that's pretty sketchy if you're looking at what I'm looking at because this is heavier than it looks. So I got two of these Christmas light net from Target and then I got a bunch of tinsel from Party City and then we've got little bows and these are just regular ass gift wrapping bows Mm -hmm. 
And now look at what a beautiful time we're having here. I am quite impressed. I feel like Allie has really put this together so nicely. I have been in Georgia, so I was not able to help with that process. However, I think if I would have helped with that process, it would not have come out as beautiful as it is now. I think it would have come out more beautiful. <laughs> and we all miss you. And I'm looking, though, at your nails. And I'm. do you remember last year when we did video episodes, we did a nail cam? Yeah. Would you like to do a nail cam? Because those look Thank very you. fun and festive. Look at this. I found this amazing nail salon in Georgia. It's called the Plush Nail Bar. You know what my favorite thing about Georgia is? Is that I have gotten my nails done, my hair done, gotten fed wonderful food, all for a fraction of the price that I would have paid in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, Los Angeles is a beautiful wasteland is how <laughs> I would describe it. It is where you come to spend all of your money on things that uh, will not serve you in the long term. <laughs> But you know what? It's a fun time. It's a fun, fast-paced way of life here. Anyone who wants to come visit and see um, how terrible our infrastructure is, I highly recommend it. It's got <laughs> yeah. a certain charm. Yeah, so I wasn't able to ever get my nails done when I lived in Los Angeles because I like had a budget that I needed to survive on. So now I have a little bit extra and I, it ran out immediately because I did all <laughs> of the things that I wanted to do. Isn't it so funny thank you for noticing. Happens? I'm on r slash personal finance, which is bad because I shouldn't be there. But I like I subscribed because I was like, this is going to be a different year. Like mm -hmm. I am going to learn about budgeting and saving and I'm going to do so much better. I'm going to save so much money this year. Apparently, you're not supposed to spend more than 30 percent of your monthly income on your rent. Well, guess what? In California, you're uh, you're spending 80 to 90 percent of yeah. your monthly income on rent. I actually heard that from my first responsible boyfriend I had in my 20s. He told me that you're not supposed to spend more than a third on rent. And I remember thinking like, that seems like a lot already, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, that, that never worked for me. If I was spending a third on my rent in Los Angeles, I think I would have I, I, I wouldn't have been able to live here. Actually, there was the one time that I listened to him. So right after I broke up with the responsible boyfriend, <laughs> I like took a lot of his advice. And remember, I was living in the closet in yes, Glendale. Yes, yes. So actually, that was a third of my rent. And I did tell the story one time about how when I got out of the shower, there was a cockroach on my back. Do you remember that? It was your back? Yeah. Okay, I blocked this out of my mind because I fucking hate cockroaches. Please retell this story. Okay, so in this uh, wonderful place in Glendale, which first of all, I don't want to put it down because the guy gave me a room there for a very cheap rate because he right. was a friend of a friend. So I'm very grateful for that opportunity. It was literally a closet. It was smaller than our offices now. And much, mu much smaller. Half. It had space a for quarter. a twin bed. It was obviously yeah. someone's like tiny office. You there actually, you had to get a lofted twin bed, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Because it needed to be above like other shit for storage. So I could like put other stuff underneath yes. it. Yep. Yeah. Great story. One time I was getting out of the shower at that location and I put the towel on my back. I kind of felt like there was a loose thread from the towel no. on my back, sort of tickling my back. I took the towel off and I hung it on the wall and I still kind of felt the tickling and I was like, what no. is that? And I turned. And I looked in the mirror and there was a giant cockroach on the small of my back. No. It must have been on the towel. And when I dried myself off with the towel, it got on me. I screamed like a, a scream like I'm about to die scream because that's how it <laughs> felt. And my roommates came running and they're like, what happened? And I was like, there was a giant cockroach on my oh back. My God. And they both were just like disgusted at me like I had now been infected even right. though it was like not like, my yeah. fault 
they were both just like what the fuck and then after that i just became extremely paranoid because they say if you see one cockroach there's like a bunch oh, that you can't see right 100 and so i went through all of the pantry i went through everything and i was like looking through stuff and i found like tiny like little baby cockroaches Disgusting. in some of the peanut butter with the lid no! was fucking closed like you open it up and there was like little black things in there and i was like this is Thank not God you fucking looked. Yeah. Like, I can just imagine myself at like 3 a.m. waking up from a cold sweat nightmare, uh, stumbling into the kitchen, being like, I need to reset my barometer. I need to like ground myself. What's the easiest way to do that? Uh, eat some food, drink some water. And then just like fucking reaching into this peanut butter jar with a knife and pulling out. Ah! No, it was terrible. No. And so I went through the pantry and I threw everything out that had already been opened because I was like, I don't oh know my God. what's going on here. And then my roommates were mad at me and they were like oh, you threw out all of the stuff and I was like have you, you guys not seen have? have you guys not seen or They've like been, what has they happened a hundred percent oh man now I'm thinking like how many times how many like gross ass rooms was I renting in LA in my youth and like probably just eating insect eggs and not even knowing it you know, there are people all over the world who eat insect eggs but they consent to it and I think that's yeah. the difference <laughs> Yeah. yeah, not a fan. Um, definitely don't want to eat a cockroach. If you've eaten a cockroach, leave a comment on our YouTube channel on this video, which is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Let's Get Haunted. And yep. let us know. What was it like? But wait, can I also say that I also am stuck because I, I don't agree with killing the insects. Like if I see a cockroach, so we just saw a cockroach in our new house in Georgia. It mm-hmm. like was like walking across the floor. And I was like, ah, a cockroach. And everyone was like, whoa, oh my God. And they started walking towards it. And I was like, but don't kill it. And they were like, well, what do you want me to do with it? And I was like, put it outside. And they were like, well, then no, it's just going to come back. Yet. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. If you do not put that shit outside, like you will never, I will rain hell no. on this house. Okay. I will ruin every Natalia. moment of happiness that could possibly happen. No, because here's why. Because it's too sad and it's not their fault because they are just a part of this ecosystem and Uh we have somehow deemed them as like gross and weird, even though they're like very helpful in some way. I'm sure I don't know what it is because I (laughs) am grossed out by them and I don't want to learn. One time when I was in Thailand, I learned from this like uh, Buddhist child who came into my hotel and took a giant tarantula and put it in a a shoebox and like took it outside and released it. And I just learned in that moment that... um, we have to be more chill about the insects. Okay, but where do you draw the line? If you saw a termite in your house, you just like let the termite eat the infrastructure away so that your house falls down? Uh, I would not see a termite in my house. I reject oh, living through oh, this hypothetical oh, situation. Yes. Uh, what if you saw ants in your house? I've seen ants in my house and I have had a dilemma. So um, I've put... I've talked about this on my Instagram. So my father-in-law came and he put borax, which is like a poison, mm-hmm. yeah. on the ground. And the ants take it and then they take it to their queen and it kills them. And I was like, look, I am, don't agree with this. And I don't know what the alternative is. There has to be some sort of like humane way to do no. this. And then my vegan sister-in-law was like, actually, I've had this conversation before because we had uh, ants that were in fa- like in our cat's food. Mm-hmm. And I was torn about it because I tried all of these things. Like I put a moat of water around the food so that they like, wouldn't try to get it but then they were just like drowning trying to get it and she said that like me and my vegan friends came to the conclusion that because it's a hive mind mentality that it's like you're not actually killing them like you're I don't know what she said but I I was just like if a vegan 
has approved this, then it's <laughs> probably fine. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know. You guys, I have coexisted with ants against my will on more than one occasion in a closet while we were recording this podcast, and I will kill any fucking bug that comes across my path because fuck that. I will not have bugs fucking biting me, eating my shit, mm-hmm. uh, eating my feet. Right. Um, no, absolutely not. If you are a bug and you're listening to this, <laughs> go to Natalia's house, spare mine, because you will die. Yeah, if I see, like, a fly struggling in a pool of water, I will get a stick out and, like, get it out and, like, put it on a rock so that it can dry off and, like, no, go about its day. Absolutely not. No. But the only exception is when it comes to the flies at the barn, those are evil motherfuckers that I don't give a fuck so about. So you do draw the line somewhere. Yeah, that is a line. I forgot about that line. But I do. I buy the fly traps and I put them all over the barn. And when I see them filling up and those stupid motherfuckers, like, buzzing around in there right. dying. I it like brings me joy so there is a part of me that that can be pretty metal about persuaded uh, persuaded yes yeah well I also want to address because I'm hearing my hat jingle jangle if you guys can hear this this is the exact same hat I wore last year at the annual Q&A so if you can hear this fun little noise and you're listening to the audio only version of this episode that's what that is and I apologize if it's annoying but at this point it's a tradition and next year I'm gonna wear it too so if you don't like it I have no advice for you I love it I'm gonna turn your light up just a little bit because it's a little bit darker than mine. Oh, okay. There Is that we better? Go. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. 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 Like I said, guys, um, this is our actually our very first video episode in this office, in this studio. Um, last year, we recorded in a professional studio, mm-hmm. and they were charging. We didn't want to talk about it at the time, I don't think, because we were like, they no were one's kind gonna... of iffy with us anyway. Yeah. And I feel like no one's going to understand. I think they will. It was bad. I want to say it was like... 170 an hour yeah that was without all the extras and so we needed to be there for two hours so Mm -hmm. it would end up being like 400 to 500 dollars every time we did a video episode it was bad yeah and the people who edited there were super fucking chill like the producer they i forget what they called themselves i think audio engineers or sound engineers they were really fucking cool um none of the cool people we worked with there work there anymore right and so i'm super glad that we're in this new space um we are obviously paying way fucking less than what we were we were paying about half of what we paid for one month's worth of studio recordings in the professional studio. We're paying half that on rent to have like our own space where we can store our shit. So please yep. be patient with us as we figure out how to do the video side because right. we've only really recently figured out how to do the audio side without it crashing every two seconds. In fact, literally this week I figured it out and I downloaded a new driver and I installed some shit on a different laptop and um, now the shit's not crashing. But we used to have to record audio in 30 minute chunks if we weren't in a professional studio. Yeah, yeah. You know, I... I feel like we're still in just survival mode, so I kind of, like, forget about all of the things that we have to do, and one day, hopefully, when we're just in a studio where we can just walk in and sit down and, like, start talking and everything is recorded for us, we will come out of the survival stage and, like, be like, oh, actually... That was pretty fucked up. Yeah, uh, yeah. But right now, we can't address it because we're just we're living just, it. We're pushing through. And that's, I think I talked about this before on the show. That's what pisses me off about when celebrities start podcasts because they don't understand. Like, it's very, very difficult if any of you have ever tried to do an audio video podcast while also, like, having a life and working full time and, like, mm-hmm 
maybe some of I don't know like Adam Devine did an interview one year where he was like oh I my recommendation to all celebrities to like diversify your portfolio is just start a podcast because it's so fucking easy you just show up to the studio sit down for an hour and then uh read a script and leave and I was like what the fuck dude like why are we not living that life Adam Devine spare some of your resources please loved you in Pitch Perfect and Workaholics yeah 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 you know that's something that I have just figured out over the years is like you know some people are born with a silver spoon there's the haves and the have-nots you can just work your way up to have the silver spoon but the amount of work you have to do to get the silver spoon is like soul crushing to the (laughs) point where it's like oh then once you get the silver spoon and you're just like oh why did i just do all this stuff right to get this and it's like not even good and then you become Jim Carrey and you're like doing weird documentaries where you're telling people like hey I'm super rich and successful and have had all my dreams come true but actually it wasn't enough the only thing I know about Jim Carrey is that he was an Ace Ventura pet detective and he's an anti-vaxxer that's all I know about him wait what documentary was this was this one where he's Andy Kaufman or something uh maybe I think so I think I I saw a preview I think it was like man on the moon or something I you know I can't remember because it was several years ago that I saw this like Netflix documentary and the fact that I didn't retain any information from it tells me that I was just like watching it to go to sleep right when I was probably like living in the cockroach house in Glendale like hating my life so uh yeah I I can't remember exactly what it was but I remember like the point of the whole thing at the very end he was saying like oh I've gotten all my dreams like I've had like extreme success in the field that I wanted to do and he's very talented when it comes to being a comedian and an actor there's no doubt about that he can make everyone laugh but he was like I wish everyone could have everything that they wanted so that they could find out that it's not the answer well, there you go. Um, so a speech from a very rich man about how we should all be content not being rich. Now, moving on to our next section of this episode. Uh, Natalia, do you have any personal hauntings today to talk about? Anything no. that you haven't been able to share yet about life in Georgia or anything interesting that's happened to you? Uh, anything haunted that may have happened to you recently? We've already talked about, if you guys missed it, Natalia already told her jail story. Um, that was episode 131. I told my horrifying alien story, episode 132. Yeah. Anything else? You know, I I feel like everything since I've moved has just been so difficult. Like, I'm just, like, mentally in a not good place. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know – I don't know how – to get out of it I've been trying like I've been going to the gym I've been like eating well sort of I made a goal for myself to gain five pounds Mm -hmm. um over the past three weeks and I feel like it's actually starting to work because uh if you guys would have seen me like three weeks ago I like was so thin and it was like scary because of just like how stressed out I was right but um I feel like I'm slowly starting to look alive again and uh yeah it's just it's there I don't even I'm I can't it's just like fucking everything that could go wrong goes wrong and but I'm also I have so much to be grateful for so it's like oh what am I going to complain about like moving to this like beautiful place where I live in this like gorgeous forest and there's like deer walking outside and I have a beautiful son and I have a healthy family and you know I have so many more things than I don't have so it's like I feel guilty even complaining about like the little shit that goes wrong but for example 
my I'm going to talk about this for two seconds because yeah, yeah. it's just not even important. Look, I'm setting this timer here. Okay. My horse double down has been going through it in California. I tried to take him to go barefoot, which I'm not going to go into, but it's like basically like this huge wellness thing within the horse community that like everyone should have their horse be fucking barefoot because actually like it needs to be barefoot. It's like the same shit. It's like everyone needs to meditate and do yoga, right? Okay. All right. So like a meditation retreat for your horse. Except my horse is a horse that raced. He was off the racetrack. So he has injuries and he has shit that's like wrong with him that he has corrective horseshoes because he had like traumatic injuries and his hooves so he needs he needs like his shoes in order to thrive in this world right right? like he's coming into the game not as like a completely sound healthy individual that's why it's like kind of a cool thing if you're a horse girl to have an off the track thoroughbred you like adopting a dog from a shelter it's like a rescue thing right right so everyone's like go barefoot do all this shit so I'm like fuck am I a bad person because I'm keeping shoes on my horse maybe I should try to go barefoot like it's gonna be better for him longevity so I like slowly tried to get him to go barefoot. He was crippled. He had like massive bruising and abscesses in his hooves, which um, is, an abscess is just like a pus filled sack. It's oh super God. painful for him. And immediately I was like, oh, my God, fuck me. Like I just fucked him up and I feel bad about it. So I put the shoes back on him. But and then I had to move to Georgia. So I had to leave behind my horse with some random person that was supposed to take care of him. And I'm paying him every month and I can never get a hold of the guy, whatever. I don't know what's going on. Finally, he sends me pictures of my horse and he's lost like 250 pounds he looks like a skeleton my heart broke I was like basically crying because I was like oh my god I can't believe that this has happened you know like I feel so shitty and responsible because I like abandoned my horse there and I was like okay I need to figure out a way to get him to Georgia but it's really expensive to ship a horse from LA to Georgia so like I had to figure out how I was going to do that because the shipping was going to cost more than the horse to ship over right Right. so uh, all these people are telling me like you should just sell the horse like he's injured he's got all these issues and just start over and I'm like you can't do that you can't abandon someone or an animal when it's like in its time of need like if I was going to sell him to someone else who could take care of him he needs to at least be sound and healthy otherwise no one's going to buy him if they do they're just going to like sell him to be turned into dog food you know so I'm like that's not right either so I scrounged around I'm like drowning in credit card debt right now because I just shipped my horse to Georgia but every step of the way shit went wrong right so you have to have like these passports made and you have to get Coggins which is like blood work for them because you're transporting livestock so I had to pay a vet to come out and do all this shit the paperwork's only good for 30 days then the shippers have to show up all the stuff I have to pay them and they're supposed to show up and the guy that I'm paying to give my horse to them was supposed to be there so he can sign the contract and like let the horse go and send the horse with his horse blankets and the guy wasn't fucking there he wouldn't answer his phone so I'm in Georgia and I get a call from a number I don't know and they're like hey we're panicking we showed up to this address you gave us we can't get a hold of anyone no one's here um the shipper has to leave in 20 minutes so he might just have to leave your horse behind and I'm like no just take my horse can I sign up like he has to get out of there because he's like basically being neglected and they're like sorry someone has to be here and I'm like well can I FaceTime the driver I'll show him where the horse is I'll show him the mailbox where the paperwork was sent to maybe he can 
find it and then like if I can just like ask a groom or something there someone who's working and just like flag them down in the FaceTime and be like please sign off for this and the lady's like fuck my life but okay whatever so she gives me the driver's number and I do that I'm FaceTiming I'm like hey that's the horse can you take him okay maybe his blankets are here nope the blankets aren't there the driver's like well that's fine I can give him a blanket of mine whatever and we find this guy that was like some random dude on an ATV that was driving by who like wasn't even part of the barn and I'm like (laughs) hey you please stop and and I'm telling him I'm like please will you sign off on this and he's like I really don't want to be responsible for like someone stealing someone's horse like I really don't want to do this and I was like no like look in the mailbox and you'll see the Coggins and it'll say my name and I'm the owner and I can show you my ID through the FaceTime and I'm in Georgia and everything's gonna be fine and 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 the guy's just kind of like okay fuck just I'll do it yeah like get get out of here you psycho bitch yeah Yeah. exactly so he does it then the horse gets sent there and the whole it's like a nine-day journey the whole thing has been fucked up finally this morning there they the horse landed in his new location but then the new location doesn't want to keep him there so then I had to coordinate a different shipper to take him to a different location and now he finally fucking got there and the reason I'm in LA is because I was supposed to be here the first day of him shipped out so that I could send him and then I was supposed to land in Georgia the day he gets there so that I could receive him but this fucking shippers decided to change the whole thing by one day so now I'm in LA the whole time it happened and I know that this is just like annoying and stupid to everyone who's listening and they don't give a fuck but like I think it's interesting I've never known anyone who owned a horse and so I've never known anyone who's had to deal with shipping and it but it makes sense it's a live animal it makes sense that you would have to have like paperwork regarding blood work and paperwork regarding like who owns this horse you know in order to even move it and it's a lot like horses are fucking huge they're fucking giant animals Mm so I'm sure not everybody like is able to transport a horse you know so if you had missed this cutoff period then like what do you do your horse it could have been another three weeks before and he the at the rate that he was losing weight like I don't I don't know what would happen if I waited another three weeks. Like maybe he would got to a point where like he couldn't recover. Even now I'm stressed out because I'm like, I don't know if he's going to recover from this. Like, I really hope he does, guys. So, like, thoughts and prayers, sending out for Double Down the Horse. It's not his fault that he's, like, a horse and there's crazy bitches who want (laughs) to own him. And he, like, did nothing wrong. He was just born in this stupid industry where they race horses because people are alcoholics and have gambling addictions. And then he had to now be owned by a crazy horse girl who, like, watched too many horse movies and, like, (laughs) thinks that she can talk to horses. And it's, like, not his fault. It's not. None of this is Double Down's fault yeah and so thoughts and prayers to double down so is he officially on the way to georgia or so is he there he's officially landed there as i was walking into the studio this morning i got a text that was like hey he just got um to the final place and i was like oh can you send pictures and they're like we're not there right now but the shipper who took him from california sent me some pictures so i'll insert them in the vlog yeah. here so you guys can see he's very cute like i heard that he had no problems getting on the trailers at all he was just like Aww. okay this is where we're going whatever just a very uh, he's just go with the flow double you know, down is an ornery old man but he's okay also but he's very... not an old man he's young he's is eight he, oh years old. i thought oh i thought eight was old for a horse no like i don't know shit about 25 horses, is old for a horse oh oh damn they live forever some of them live to be like 36 okay here's the thing i was thinking of a horse <laughs> in terms of like because i have two dogs so right. i'm like oh my dogs just turned seven and now they're just now getting their senior panels like every year you take them to the vet they get their blood work and Mm -hmm. it'll say like oh uh like young blood work i don't know because i guess dogs get their blood work based on their age and i just just this year everything i'm getting in the mail like postcard reminders about vet appointments is like 
Littlefoot is due for his senior panel. Winnie is due for her senior panel. And I'm like, damn, that fucking sucks that they're like halfway through. Yeah. They're they're really like getting up there because I think most dogs live to be what? Like 12? My dog's 12. And that's like another thing that's been stressful. Archer now lives with my parents because he's not like kid safe because he doesn't understand you can't like just bite an annoying toddler. Yeah, for those who don't know, we'll insert a picture of Archer in post. And we'll insert a picture of Winnie and Littlefoot yeah, in post, Yeah, we will, too, all the dogs. Archer is a husky. Yeah, yes. he's a husky. And I he lived with me. He was my single girl dog all throughout my life. And then uh, just a few months ago, I had to send him to go live with my parents, which was really hard for me because he's just not kid safe, you know, and I don't want to take that risk. Right, so, with a young child in the house. Yeah, long story short, the time that I'm supposed to talk about this is is over now. Even though we are taking January off, mm-hmm. we are still obviously paying rent for January, so don't forget about us, guys, yeah. and make sure that you tune in. First week of February is when we will be back with our season five yeah. uh, premiere, which is super exciting. Other ways that you can keep in touch with us while we're on quote unquote break, you can check out our TikTok at Let's Get Haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to be more active there. I'm a boomer at heart and <laughs> finally figuring out a little bit how shit works on there. Subreddit r slash Let's Get Haunted. Mm-hmm. If you are a magical person and can figure out how to get into the fan discord, definitely <laughs> do that. But I have stopped giving out invite codes um, as of like June of this year because some weird people made their way into the fan yeah. discord and we're like bullying people which is yeah. random yeah and it's hard for ali and i because like we'll pop into the discord every once in a while to just like be like what's up and like talk to people but i'm not in there all day so i can't like super moderate what's going on so we have right. lovely mods which uh we ship so much that take care of everything but they at one point were like yeah there's someone in here who's like kind of rude and like even they felt weird about bringing it up because yeah it's such an awkward thing as an adult to be like do we have to kick another adult out of our like fun discord like because they can't handle it so fucking lame it's so weird super fucking lame so if you're a lame person uh stop watching this video but if you're a fun haunty and you can figure out a way to get into the fan discord Uh it's super exclusive there are i think about a thousand haunties in there here i'll give you guys a little hint if you go to reddit and you say hey can someone give me the link to the discord probably someone's gonna respond probably immediately What are your personal hauntings? Same old shit, I guess. Um, Just wondering if I've lost my mind and been abducted (laughs) by an alien um, and trying to make it through the end of this season. Uh I was here until like 11 p.m. last night and then drove home 45, 50 minutes. And so I'm pretty tired. And if you see me drinking coffee, that's why. But it's a labor of love. Uh We love doing this stuff and we love being here with you guys and Uh, A lot of the questions that people have been asking on Instagram pertain to like, hey, are you guys ending the show next year? No, No, we're we're planning on continuing it. So yeah. So what we've done is I came to L.A. for a few days and we've just recorded like three different episodes and the finale while we're here. So that's why my voice sounds like awesome and hoarse and cool (laughs) is because we have every single night that I've been here been recording. So I've been spending the days writing episodes and the evenings recording them. And it's been like a little Let's Get Haunted summer camp 
from hell. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I do have a personal haunting, you guys. Um, some of you, if you're on the subreddit, r slash let's get haunted, then you know that I just recovered from COVID this yeah. month, which is super fucking haunted. Fall time in the United States. I don't know if other countries have this problem. I'm assuming yes. Fall time is like the time for any respiratory illness. Like we've mm-hmm. got the flu. Mm-hmm. This year, there's a super bad RSV going around. There's COVID. And I got struck with the Rona. It fucking sucked. I can't um, believe it took you this long to get it. Yes. Because I got it right in like 2020. And then I think I got it right again, like soon after. And then I haven't had it since. Yeah. Well, I know I was shocked that I didn't get it too. And I was even starting to like gaslight myself into being like, I'm never going to get it because <laughs> I wear my mask and I'm vaccinated. And this is misinformation. So just uh, <laughs> if you're triggered, skip forward three minutes. For those of you who don't know, I have a couple different autoimmune diseases. And because of that, I take autoimmune disease medications. And one of those that I take every day is this medication called Plaquenil. I've been on it for years. And at the beginning of the pandemic, when Trump was like, it's fine, we've got all these medications that can treat whatever, like, you know, trying to calm the masses. I don't know. Um, One of the medications he mentioned was like, oh, we're we're having great success, great success with Plaquenil. Uh, great success. Yeah, all of all of the so, hospitals are saying that like they're treating people with Plaquenil to get them off of ventilators. So you were like, okay, I'm covered. Well, and then it came out like, no, actually, like that's not true. We don't know why he said that. Like, and also, um, definitely don't take Plaquenil unless you have to. Because, which is true, because it can make you go um, blind or colorblind. And if you're on it, you have to go to the eye doctor every like six months oh wow to like check out and see if you have deposits on your optic nerve there's risks there's risks right so like you shouldn't just take it willy-nilly however for someone who's already on it i was like maybe that's why i'm not getting it because like i'm on plaquenil and i wear my mask and i'm vaccinated yeah um well no apparently that's debunked (laughs) because i finally got it uh and because i also take an immunosuppressant called illumiant which already has a risk of blood clot and upper respiratory infection i was like fuck this is like this is how i'm gonna die i've made it through so much in my short time on this earth like this is what's gonna take me out i was mad i was trying to figure out who gave it to me i like narrowed it down to like a couple people who it could be and i was like super fucking angry just like seething inside like so (sighs) did you you didn't have to go like on a ventilator or no i did go to the hospital uh but it was because my fever would not come down so again i don't like don't know if like this is misinformation or whatever talk to your doctors if you get covid my doctor told me go off of your immunosuppressants until you no longer have symptoms so i went off of them and on top of it they gave me paxlovid which is an antiviral manufactured by pfizer um it's three pills twice a day for five days and it makes your mouth taste like fucking shit. Like on on the side effects, if you Google Paxlovid, top thing is like, why shit does mouth? my mouth taste like metal? Why does my mouth taste like blood? Why does my mouth taste like garbage? Why is that? Apparently, one of the three pills. So it's these three pills, but they're not the same medications. It's okay. like a it's like a cocktail yeah. that's called Paxlovid, and one of them is known to cause like a metallic taste in the back of your mouth. Mm. Um. 
And some people, I guess, like experience that only for a couple hours after taking the pills. I had it the entire time I was on this medication and I even had a fever dream that I was eating garbage yeah. with a fork. I was going to say, I wonder if this had something to do with your dream because I remember you texted me and you were like, hey, I have COVID. I just had a dream that yes. I was like eating oh, garbage with a fork. A hundred percent. That's what it was. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. You know, since I've known you and this is in no way to 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 minimize anything but since i've known Alyssa, when i met her in college she had like this is a regular occurrence right because yeah probably because oh, fevers yeah we fevered like crazy fe- high yeah. fevers and fever Super dreams high fevers and i just have kind of gotten um like used to you texting me and being like hey guess what i have a fever of 107 or whatever <laughs> uh just had a dream that like i my arms are a helicopter and i can go to the sky um anyways probably feel better tomorrow but just letting you know uh that like i'm probably not going to be able to do anything tonight and yeah. like you know when i first started getting those texts we were like you know 20 yeah so i was just kind of like oh she can't come out tonight you know and like yeah, i didn't she thinks she's a helicopter yeah. right like i didn't have the level of uh, awareness or um, experience in the world to be like, oh, wow, that sucks. Right? Like, I was just kind of like, in my mind, I was just like, oh, oh yeah. no, she can't come out tonight. She's right. got a fever. Oh, that sucks. She can't come yes, to the party. exactly. Yeah, like, no. I don't really want to see her. Like, the feeling fuck. was mutual. Right. That was my main <laughs> complaint is like, damn it, now I have to miss, like, this fucking sick kegger. Right. Like, because I I fucking can't tell the difference between the wall and a crowd of people because right. I'm hallucinating. Like, yeah. yeah pretty terrible uh, yeah. but I actually have not had that sensation in a couple of years and so mm. it was just a really nice drag me back to hell oh. experience of right being like this is how I die I come full circle and I'm right back to where I started Nostalgia. and I think I'm eating trash lovely lovely but I do want to give a big shout out to everybody in r slash let's get haunted because I posted on there being like hey I don't think this is gonna affect our upload schedule but uh, I just want everyone to be aware that I do have COVID. So if something yeah. happens and like I don't get something edited in time, that's what's up. Uh, let me know if any of you have ever taken Paxlovid uh, because I don't know anyone who has. Right. And then somebody commented because I was super like, man, do I even want to take this? Like, I don't know. Uh, this is going to suck. Like, I don't want my mouth to taste like trash. Mm-hmm. And then somebody commented and was like, hey, I have a friend on immunosuppressants who has Crohn's disease, which I don't have, um, but that's another autoimmune disease. And they were like, she took Paxlovid and she said that it was smooth sailing for her. So definitely recommend it. And that like gave me the push and encouragement I needed to start it. And thank fuck, because right. my fever only went down after uh, two days of Paxlovid. Wow. And it, I had a fever for several days before that. So, wow. yeah, not a fucking joke. COVID is not a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people get it and they just have like a mild case and congratulations to you. But I know neither both of us had a terrible time with yeah. it. So, yeah, fuck. It's fucking <laughs> shitty. And I also know a lot of people, like I said, are getting the flu really bad right now. RSV right now. Yeah it's just a haunted time of the year yeah it's haunted but you know what you got it so now hopefully you have some sort of resilience a little bit i I don't know i hope my body generated some new antibodies 
during this time. Or God. maybe you're an incubator for a new strain of COVID because I don't really get yeah. it yet. So yeah. like, <laughs> who knows what happened? Well, but I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you lived. Thank you. <laughs> well, the shitty part is now I can't get another booster for three months is what I mean. Again, talk to your own doctors. I don't know what's right. real and what's not. But my doctor said definitely can't get a, a booster shot for another three months. Yeah. And that's fucking sucks because this year, for those of you who don't know, I was in a clinical trial. And while I was in this clinical trial, I was not allowed to get any shots at all. I couldn't get the flu shot, couldn't get a booster shot. And so I was just about to get my booster when I got COVID. And now I can't get another booster for three months. So... Well, we'll see if I live or die. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, guys. Thoughts and prayers. But very exciting all around. Last housekeeping things, guys. We don't know as of right now that we're recording. We don't know whether or not we won the Signal Award. But either um, way, it's a celebration. Either way, uh, there's more opportunities next year to win an award. If not, other than that, the only things I have for today are that you guys should check out letsgethaunted.com because we have a special poster mm -hmm. that was made by a haunty. We're going to add her here in post. Uh -huh. We commissioned her. She made this beautiful poster and we will also add a picture of this poster in post. Yeah. And you can now buy it in our store. So go to letsgethaunted.com because the stock is very limited on this one. It is time for our Manscaped ad read. Oh, Natalia, have you ever been alive and had body hair and wanted to not have body hair? What? Yeah. Have you ever been alive and wanted to wash your hair, but you weren't sure what shampoo or conditioner is the right one for me? Oh my gosh, every day. Well, guess what? Now we're taking the guesswork out of it and promoting Manscaped products. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring the show this year. We uh -huh. hope they continue to sponsor us next year. We genuinely love Manscaped very much. Have we tried all of their products? No. The ones we have tried, we definitely enjoy. And we are also doing a giveaway. Whoa! If you don't know what a giveaway is, it's where we give away <laughs> stuff. And you could be one of those lucky people who gets that stuff that we give away. Manscaped has sent us a whole box of shit and we get to give it away. This is the most shit I've ever seen. When they emailed us and they were like, hey, do you guys want to do a giveaway uh, during your ad read? The we were like, yes. And then they sent us the most giant box I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. We've got a weed whacker here. We've got the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. We've got shirts. Three giant fucking boxes. Who even knows what's is in this? Is this the performance package for <gasps> The Performance Package 4.0, for those who don't know, is the most economical way to start off your Manscaped ownership because it comes with all of the most popular products in one easy-to-access box. So if you're looking at stuff and you're like, man, I really want to get like a New Year's Eve present. I want to be unconventional. Christmas come and gone. Old news. Don't care about it anymore. What's the next holiday? New Year's Eve. You know what would be really fucking cool? If you got the special someone in your life a New Year's Eve gift because it's unexpected. It's sweet. It's thoughtful. The pressure's off because Christmas is done. So if that's something that interests you, might we suggest the Performance Package 4.0. As Natalia is showcasing right now, it's got tons of fucking shit in it. Do you want a fucking ball spray? Congratulations. You can get it. Do you want the lawnmower 4.0? What else is in there, Natalia? <laughs> 
so glad you asked, Allie. We've got the crop mop, which is moist ball wipes infused <laughs> with aloe to soothe and refresh skin. We have the crop cleanser, which is a unique moisturizing hair and body wash designed for total hair and body cleansing. It's pH balanced, so you know it's not going to fuck your shit up. We've got the foot duster, which is a 24-hour foot deodorant spray. We have a refined cologne. It's a signature scent from Manscaped. It's clean and fresh. It's light yet masculine. It's long-lasting but not overpowering. What more could you ask for in a cologne? And we've also got the Plow 2.0, which I am what? so happy to introduce is a superior <gasps> safety razor that has been made with machined brass handle. Oh my God. So it has got better grip and it's got a zinc alloy head and it looks fucking amazing. So your Incredible. balls are going to thank you. Definitely check this one out. And it looks like we've got a pair of boxers in there as well. You guys, whoever gets this is just going to be groomed uh, to perfection. Yep. Also, we have some deodorant that we're giving away today. Now, you might say to yourself, deodorant, it's a fucking shitty prize to win. No, it's not because you smell. I guarantee. And how do I know? Because I smell. We all smell because we're human beings existing in a space where bacteria lives on our bodies. And sometimes we fucking smell. And you know what's really exciting about this deodorant? Not only is it zero residue odor protection from Manscaped, but it is also aluminum free. And now for those of you oh, who are not aluminum initiated, causes cancer. Yes, uh-huh. it causes cancer for women. This is a huge problem. It's been linked to breast cancer. Again, do your own research. Yep. So if that's a concern for you, look no further than Manscaped's aluminum free zero residue deodorant. Now, Allie, how can people get this giveaway? Well, uh, guess what? I asked you guys on Instagram if you wanted to do a giveaway, you all said yes. And then I posted something asking for people to respond with their first and last name on Instagram. And we have so many fucking prizes to give away. Last night, I printed all of these out, cut them up, did not realize our printer prints double-sided. Some of these are double-sided. Some of them aren't. And we have so many prizes to give away. Now, the first thing we are going to draw for today, Natalia Whoa. is going to draw for this beautiful package the performance package 4.0 if you guys can't see i am holding a styrofoam bowl full of uh little things that are cutouts Allie made with each person's name on it from instagram i'm trying to curl this but there's no space for me to be like showing like this is heavy this is that's how you know it's good quality when it's a heavy package Oh, yeah. When mm. it's a heavy package. When it's a heavy package, you know that quality is up First there. of all, nothing upsets me more than a light, flimsy package right. where you feel like just the pressure of your hand holding it might leave an indentation. Yeah. <laughs> nothing could be more upsetting to me. So I'm super excited to see that the Performance Package 4.0 comes in a sturdy box. It's rigid. It's healthy. You can tell that it, it has gone places and seen things and accumulated experience. And that is all we can ask of the package in our lives. Okay. Natalia, who is going to win this prize? I'm pulling out of this thing right now. Wait, I want to do it so people can see that it's not rigged. Whoever's that was was going to win, but no, now no. they've had bad luck. So, And if you pull a double-sided one, then guess what? The other person will win this. We've got Danielle P. <gasps> Danielle P. Congratulations. Danielle P. And also Samantha M. Samantha M. Wow, guys. You both are winning. 
the ultra smooth package and or the performance package 4.0 depending on how i ship this out (laughs) yeah christmas i'm shaking a uh, hourglass my ass in my mind Mm -hmm. i would move so much more if i felt like our studio wasn't gonna fall apart at the slightest touch Natalia, who is going to win the Ultra Smooth Package? Okay, let's see who's going to win. We've got... Oscar. Oscar Oscar Jr. Okay, I recognize this person. Oscar. We've also got... Haley A. Haley Ada. Well, we know her. Yeah. Haley A, you are winning the Weed Whacker. Wow. We've got some really special, lucky individuals. Now, who is going to get a hair wash and conditioner, daily shower gel, and deodorant? <laughs> We've got Jonah S. Jonah S. And Stephanie C. Stephanie. Whoa. Stephanie C. We have body wash and deodorant for you. Now, our final winner is the recipient of the performance package 4.0. Who is it that is a big, big prize? It can only yeah. be one. It can only be one. So hopefully, oh, this one's not double-sided. Uh, oh, we've got DJW. DJW. Whoa. What the fuck? Congratulations, DJ. Congratulations to all of our winners today. But guess what? There is one more prize that I bet you weren't expecting. This year, we decided to give our moderators a an LGH gift package, care yeah. package for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And one of our moderators very generously said, you know what? Um, I am so grateful to the community. This he they did not say this. This is me <laughs> paraphrasing uh, and also expressing my own feelings and putting words in their mouth. <laughs> what they really said was, um, you can give that to somebody else because <laughs> I am a benevolent human being, and I am now that also, that also isn't true. They just said that I could give it to someone else. So I am saying though that this is out of the goodness of their heart, their generosity, and Natalia, the package is right there in a gray box underneath our fan mail that we are about to unbox after this what's this what is this i don't even know if i can show it i don't know if i have enough space to show it well Um, how about this you just open it up and you just show whatever catches your eye you can you can show two items in the box it's going to be a mystery box whoever wins this is going to be feeling the lgh love okay Whoa. Whoa. What's in there? Whoa. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in here that I feel like I shouldn't move around. Whoa! It is an alternative version of our poster that is up right now in the merch store at letsgethaunted.com. This is a sticker, a beautiful sticker. Now, this is what my plan was for this merch. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Here's something else. A bumper sticker that really shows how you feel about the world. <gasps> Whoa, Whoa CBD. CBD gummies. Oh, 
oh, there's a bag of cocaine in here. Whoa! More stickers. Stickers, stickers. Oh, this is adorable. We've got a possum ornament in there. I mean, what isn't in here? Oh, there's like a little... Uh, enamel pin. Enamel pin. Except it's not enamel. I think it's acrylic. It acrylic says it's, pin. It's like a regular manta ray, but bigger. bigger. That is very cute. So, Natalia, do you want to draw the winner of this You guys, prize? there's a bunch of shit in here. I feel like, oh, wow, there's like... Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. This thing goes really deep. There's a lot of stuff in here. Th this is a really good uh, prize present. So uh, whoever gets this is like, you know, maybe you should do an unboxing. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and open uh, draw for these things. Let's see. Winner, winner, winner. Who is it? Who's the winner? Max S. Max S. Max. Should we just rig this and like just find someone who like donates a bunch to the podcast and just give it to them? It's too late. We've already <laughs> drawn it. Max S. Congratulations. I will reach out to Max S. If Max S. says, Max, hey. Max, you better fucking like this. Yeah, yeah. And you better like show a lot of appreciation and not just been like, oh, I'm going to enter this because uh, whatever. I'm bored and it's just the afternoon and I'm like, you know, have nothing to do. Right, right. So I'm just going to like enter my name in here and see what I get. I will fucking find you. Yeah. <laughs> You better like this. You better be putting that Max ornament S. on your tree. And yes. if you're not celebrating Christmas, then you better hang that ornament from your car. You better not throw this shit out because we spent too much money on these packages. There's a lot of items in there. I actually have not even tallied it up yet. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't want it, when I reach out to you, you can tell me. And then if that's the case, we will put here who the actual winner is. Let me draw another one just a in case. Up just in case. Okay. We've got Lilia Dor Lilia D. Woo! Okay. Whoa. If Max says he doesn't want it, Lilia, you are our runner up. Yeah. Beautiful. Excellent. Love it. That was all of our giveaways for this episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Go to at Let's Get Haunted on TikTok and check out the Manscaped ads that we will be posting this month because we've got some stuff that I think is entertaining coming up, but who's to say whether or not it is? Final thing before we get into the Q&A, it is time for our final unboxing of the year we need to unbox our fan mail fan mail okay i am opening up a card here uh what could be inside oh uh, oh my gosh this is super cute there's a bunch of stickers in here super exciting okay it says nat and ally here's a few more things lol Sent a few mini prints and stickers of the pinup designs. Stay haunted Ooh. from Nicole S. Wow, this is super cute. We've got some stickers. One here says Allie the Living Dead. Oh my God, that's so Nat, cute. Nat the Mothman. Uh, literally, I love that these is adorable. These. I am going to be putting these on my computer as soon as possible. Wait, there's one more in here. What is this? That is really fucking cute. Oh my gosh. And yeah, we've got other oh, versions of those oh designs. Oh my god. How I cute. love it. Love, love it. That. Thank you so much. Who is this from? This is from Nicole S. Thank you Nicole so much, S. Nicole. You guys, Nicole S. has an Etsy store. Um, Nicole Stockfish. I'm not sh I don't quite remember what her URL is, but we will put it in the show notes if you want to go there and support a haunty because guess what? We are not making money and I'm sure our people who listen to us also aren't making money by being our fans. So definitely go support all haunties who have Etsy stores that make LGH merch. Yeah. <laughs> Now, next package here comes from 
Ooh, okay. Allie and Nat. Ooh, orange. I love oh, it. Oh, this is so cute, you guys. Little card that says Aww, sup witches. It's a bunny witch riding a broom. Oh my gosh, this is already so cute. This everyone has such nice handwriting and I don't, and it makes me jealous. Hello, Nat and Allie. It's your girl, Ruby, once again. This time, I bear gifts. A few months ago, when my roommates left for a trip and left me alone with my thoughts, I impulse bought a child bracelet-making kit at Walmart. <laughs> Instead of bracelets, I made keychains. I made you guys a couple of best friend keychains. Wow. They're rather long and imperfect, but they're one of a kind. I've also included a little booklet about the history of Santa Barbara that actually does feature a little bit about Japanese about the Japanese submarine that I never knew about until I listened to wow. your episode. Much love, Ruby. <gasps> Thank oh you, gosh. Ruby. If you guys missed that episode, that is the episode on the Battle of Los Angeles where we talk about some haunted shit that happened uh, with a Japanese submarine yeah, in Santa Barbara. Crazy. There was oh bullet gosh. spray into a hotel in Santa Barbara. We've got a little pocket book on the history of Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. which is very much adorable. Oh and that would look really good in my house somewhere. These are so cute. Okay. Oh, I'm not ready for how cute oh these my are. God. Y'all, okay, you need Adorable. to know about these best friend uh, bracelet keychain things that are so adorable. Oh my God, I'm literally going to cry. It says haunted together. And mine says spooky witches. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Ruby. It's beautiful, beautiful. Um, last fan, fan mail that I have here is a Christmas card from the Meadows. It Whoa. says, peace, love, and joy to the most haunted girls. Wishing you the oh best of everything this holiday season. What? Love, Addie and Fuck. Tyler. Addie and Tyler. They sent us a Christmas card. Oh, we, we're going to put it on our wall. When yeah. you guys send us pictures, we put it on a whiteboard that you can't see in this shot right now that we have everyone's shit pinned up to. Everyone's graduation announcements, wedding invitations. Thank you so much. Yeah, you guys, for now, I just put it behind me on this wall um i have a postcard here from seattle whoa whoa it's oh really it has cool. the kraken yeah it does it says hi ali and nat i've been a fan since 2018 and you're my fave spooky podcast ever i'm a software engineer in connecticut and i'm 38 years old fun story i did a project in middle school about roswell and got made fun of it for years but they're boring people fuck them also i was listening to your personal haunting about the plane crashing in a field while i was flying to seattle no. vacay, and i started getting turbulence sad face no i'm so sorry turned it off and stopped <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait until it was safe home to finish. Stay spooky. I feel Allison that. in Connecticut. I feel and it that. says, sorry for my handwriting. I messed up my elbow. And I'm sorry about the Santa stamp. I only had Santa stamps. <laughs> and then there's also a box of treasure they, they oh, drew. So that's really nice. Thank well, you so this much. This is perfect. Uh, love I the love Santa that. stamp. Going to be putting that here as well. I feel that. When you're on a plane, I become very superstitious on planes. In fact, nothing makes me more religious than being on a plane with turbulence. So in some ways, perhaps uh, God is thankful for the turbulence because it really makes you believe in a lot of things. Whoa. I, okay, what is so I'm opening up one of these. <gasps> wow. This is super cool. Okay, wait. What? You want to show off that book? Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. There's wait, I know who these here. are from. 
cryptid double feature. There is a picture of a ghost, Mothman, um, and Bigfoot. And Bigfoot is saying, where did I put my shampoo? Artie Arcane, I recognize this book. Artie Arcane, if you guys don't know, is a haunty Mm -hmm. and a talented author. Right. So you've got to pick up these books because yep. I know Artie Arcane is selling these. We, we have a copy a of one here at the uh, in our office. Yes. Yep. We will add a link in the show notes if you would like to buy one of these books. Yep. It says Cryptid Double Feature. So the note inside says, hey, y'all, here is the second book in my series for kids I write as Artie Arcane. I hope you enjoyed the first. In this book, you'll find Nat and Allie trying to convince the skunk ape to take a bath because he smells like absolute dog (laughs) doo-doo. The squonk is back with them, and he's a little too sensitive to tell his friend about his odor. But y'all aren't having that because bath smells are the absolute worst. You'll find a lot of quotes in this volume as well. Thank you for always ruling ass and making the best podcast on Earth. My wife and I would be lost on Mario Kart night without you. Also, there's a picture here. It says, this is the Flatwoods monster. She wears a dress that also has pockets, and she's a total vibe. Yes, love the the Flatwoods monster. In the next Artie Arcane book, Nat and Allie are going to team up with the Mothman to rescue cryptids from the Flatwoods monster's oversized pockets. Stay haunted. Damien, love that. Oh, wait, and it says, oh... P.S. I forgot to type this. Sorry about my handwriting. I forgot to send the mini posters with volume one last time. So I sent one for both this time. They're inside the books. Okay, thanks. Thank oh you, God. Artie Arcane, a.k.a. Damien. Thank you so much. We and, love these. You know, speaking of bad body odor, if you feel like you're a little musty, consider going to manscaped.com, entering code Let's Get Haunted at checkout for 20% off all of your haunted hygiene needs. These are dope. Oh, this is super sick. All right, Natalia, you ready to get into the Q&A? I am ready to get into our Q&A. You guys, thanks so much for sending fan mail. You can open up the show notes and find our address in there for our P.O. box and send us some shit. We love all of it. Absolutely. Um, I have the squonk sticker that Damien sent on my laptop here. I just wanted to show Beautiful. it for a second. I, I have a it. lot of stickers that people have sent on my laptop and I need to put more. I haven't gotten to it, but um, it's yep, beautiful. we love it. All right, guys, let's get right into our Q&A. Thank you so much to everyone who donated. Thank you so much to everyone who entered our giveaways. Thank you so much to everyone who sends us fan mail. We really appreciate it. I mean, as you can see, we're already an hour into this uh, Q&A, and we haven't even done the Q&A yet because you guys are fucking awesome. So thank you so much. And now, without further ado, woo-woo! All right, first question, starting off spicy. Who was the guest from the episode y'all couldn't upload because they were too dull? <gasps> we did ask for spicy oh, questions. Wow. Okay. Should we give that? Well, how well, do I say let's this? Let's preface this first. For those of you, they weren't who, too dull. Well, for those of you who don't know, because we've only talked about this, I think once we last year recorded an episode for like two and a half hours with a guest the episode was about bigfoot yeah. the guest was not having it yeah. we did not realize this person was going to be super skeptical and kind of a right. debbie downer yeah and kept relating bigfoot back to like problematic shit and we were just like this is the worst episode we've ever recorded so we did not um upload it yeah yeah but we have to say their name you can you can say a nickname if you want. You can just say how you know them. Um, um, whatever you'd like to reveal. This is my really good friend, but obviously they just had never listened to our podcast before. So uh, that is what happened. Um, their name is Derek. <laughs> 
character. Love them. They're awesome and super funny, hilarious. A um, comedian. A comedian more successful than us. But uh, for some reason, that episode was just... Dog shit. Dog shit. And I, also, we were recording it. I think I was pregnant at the time. It was like we were doing it on Zoom. So there was just like a lot of things about it that just felt like forced and weird and off. And so I was like, you know what? This is just too yeah. haunted. I'm not going to endure, like, I'm not going to put our, like, haunties through this. It was the right decision. (laughs) It was a bad episode, you guys. I I never listened to it back, but Natalia listened to it back when she was going to edit it, and she was like, hey, what do we do about this? Like, this is not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you're welcome. The vibes were off. The vibes were off. But you know what? Maybe Derek will grace us with his presence again and come back and, you know, yeah, we we, just, we want that. Right, we want it. Um, Bigfoot was not the episode for them. No, not at all. This question says, what's y'all's MBTI slash Myers-Briggs personality? Fuck, marry, kill, but cryptids. Who do you choose? Okay, so for Myers-Briggs, I have never taken it before. But if Natalia and I have time, we will insert and post what our uh, Myers-Briggs results are. I don't know what this says about me, but I refuse to take that test because I feel like whatever it is, it's just like I don't want to know. Like whoever <laughs> made that test was weird. And so right. like I don't care what they think about me. Actually, okay, <laughs> so I never took that test because when I first got out of college, I was working somewhere where the boss like my supervisor wanted us to take these personality tests and like group us up in like teams Mm -hmm. based on our personality types and he didn't believe in Myers-Briggs but he believed in something called the color test does anyone know what I'm talking about so that's the test that I took I took the color test yeah and then we got it would be like okay you're a yellow personality type with like red undertones like you're a you're an orange personality type with like pink undertones right and so then you would get paired up like okay we need an orange two yellows a red because that's what the science says like works best in a team did it work? Did it not work? I honestly don't remember much from my time working there right out of college um, because that's a weird time when you're like adjusting to the real world. And I also don't really remember my personality color. I think it was yellow. Mm, so yeah. if anyone else has taken the color test, uh, comment below on YouTube. Tell us what your type is. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Um, so, OK. Mary fuck, kill, but cryptids. The squonk, Baba Yaga and Wendango. Mary fuck or kill. Um, well, you have to kill the Wendigo because they'll kill you. Uh, they'll kill you first. Yeah. yeah. That's just like a, a human demon hybrid. <laughs> right. So 100 percent kill the Wendigo. Uh, Mary Baba Yaga, because I feel like she She's is got, wealthy. Yeah. She's like loaded, low key. You're going to have a great time. She owns her she own has home. A house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mobile right. in like a cool way with chicken legs. Yeah. Like you could explore the countryside. She seems stable and secure. Like, yes. like she knows. She has a career. She has a career. She has like a 10 hundred year plan. She knows her place in society. She's been doing it for 10,000 years. Yeah. And I want to be a part of someone's life who's that sure of themselves. Right. I know. I think she would just yeah. be a really good life partner. Yeah. Um, I get. Oh, wait. That means I have to fuck, fuck the, fuck the squawk. squawk. I don't want to fuck the squawk. You know, it looks real squishy and oh. and uh, I feel like it was kind of made for fucking maybe. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I feel like the squawk looks like it, it looks might like not a have sentience. <laughs> so I think what I would do is I would pretend for the purposes of this question that I was going to fuck the squonk and then at the last minute pull off switcheroo and it's not going to know. Yeah. It's not going to know. Yeah, it could. How would it know? Okay, next question. 
To Allie, did you ever get the money back that you spent on your wedding venue? Oh, triggering Ooh. question here. I love that you guys came in with the spicy, spicy ones. Okay, this is what I will say. This is an update on the... Actually, I kind of gave an update last episode a little bit. For those of you who don't know, back in 2019, um, my... No, back in 2018, my fiance at the time, while I was gone in Oktoberfest with Natalia and a couple of other girlfriends, had taken it upon himself to tour a bunch of different wedding venues, which was a nice gesture in theory. But what he did was he got really excited about Mm. a venue that he found. Um, He's an impulsive person, for those of you who know who he is. And he was like, you know what? This is such a perfect venue. I'm just going to put all this money down immediately up front so we never have to think about it again. And when Allie gets back from Oktoberfest, she'll be stoked because I've taken care of everything. Yeah, yeah. It was just a string of theory. A string of bad luck. Basically, the person he gave the money to absconded with the money Mm -hmm. uh, uh, from their deposit and the deposit of like 30 other couples yes went to indonesia or something got not sure exactly yeah got extradited back to the u.s and she's still in court about it all these years later yes (laughs) this is what i will say and i'm sure all the women out there can relate and this is not a diss on anyone this is just like reality i'm sure all the women can relate to this um sometimes your partner puts you in a situation that turns out poorly and guess who's left to pick up the pieces even after the relationship ends you so he is not in court i am in court uh still getting his money back yeah and sending venmos every time yep and that is basically she's not gonna say this i will that was uh the blueprint of their entire relationship yeah he's a lovely human for Allie those who know picking him. up the pieces great person love the him. other person's life love for him. them and receiving great. nothing in return beautiful man yeah love him <laughs> great love him great person um if you're watching this you're Love them aw- too. You're great awesome. Person. Super great person. Yeah, Natalia Terrible still person is friends to be with him. dating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we were just not compatible uh, when push came to shove, when the when the shit hit the fan. But yeah. love him. Um, we've both learned from that experience. Right. I am still in court about it. <laughs> <laughs> the man who scammed everyone is slowly paying restitution so that his felony will be reduced to a misdemeanor. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. And you know what? Fun fact about our judicial system. The only reason why it was even considered a criminal matter instead of civil is because he knowingly was taking people's money with no intention of ever providing the services. Mm. If you just take someone's money and then you go bankrupt and you're like, oops, like I had no way of knowing like this fucking sucks. It's legal. It's legal to do that. It's a civil matter. So like how dumb do you have to be to like do that? Well, apparently he like, so the venue that was booked, apparently he was like the sole lessee of whatever owner owned this historical building in downtown LA and he ripped like the TVs off the walls when he was going to like flee the country with everyone's money because he was going bankrupt and so he like just trashed the place like took anything he could to sell mm-hmm. like electronics like Crackhead furniture behavior. yeah it was bad and then so I don't even know what those people did because it's a fucking historical building from right. like the 1910s in downtown LA yeah. so he was in deep shit for sure and I'm sure his life sucks What's the most haunted place you've ever hooked up? Ooh, Natalia, what do you think? I got to think about that. What counts as haunted? You know what I mean? Like, is like, are we talking about a haunted house? Don't think I've ever hooked up in a haunted house. 
I would be too scared. Yeah, I mean, are we saying haunted like there's spirits there or haunted like this is uh, a terrible decision to pick <laughs> up in this place? Because I've made some of those terrible decisions. I know, but I'm trying to think. What is what is like the weirdest place you've ever hooked up? Uh, mm, uh, like cars or something when you're in high school and you're yeah, like. Yeah, there's like a library bathroom. Oh, that's pretty haunted. That's yeah. pretty cool, though. No, I've thought of it. Oh, my what? God. You guys, if you're listening to this, you're about to get some juicy, horrible life decisions. OK, when I was in college, probably age like 19, I don't even remember how I met this guy. But this is like pre-dating apps. So I maybe a party. I have no idea. This man was like 23 years old, lived in Isla Vista, which if you don't know, is in Santa Barbara. And it's where like everybody, all the party people live who go to UCSB. Now, this man did not go to UCSB. Um, Not even really sure what he was doing. And I met him and I was like, wow, he's like really cute and he's older and like, see, you know, like, ooh, fun, like an older guy. Right. Um, went over to his place where he lived. He failed to tell me that he was not renting a room. He was living in someone's living room and had MacGyvered a <laughs> partition out of cardboard and PVC pipes. And you were like, okay, you know what? That's that's a red flag, but I'm, I'm already here. Well, he, the problem continues to get worse because as I show up to this guy's place um, and have nowhere else to go for the night, um, because I believe we had been partaking in adult beverages, I also had recently gotten my wisdom teeth out. And so there were lots of things I could not do because my jaw wouldn't open. And yeah, we hooked up in a cardboard box, essentially, in someone's living room. Wow. Now that is That's sexy. a bad life decision. But you yeah. know what? Who among us hasn't been there before yeah. Yeah. as a teenager being taken advantage of by someone in their 20s? This one says, Allie, I feel like we're the same person. You love Nancy D. And I always say, poor K, no los dos, too. That's not yes. a Q&A. That's just a fact. You know, I love that, though. There aren't enough Nancy Drew stands. You know what? Pull another one, Natalia. I appreciate that. Any tips on recovering from haunted ass experiences? Shed it off like a snake. Use an omelet. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Natalia? How do how do you get over a haunted experience? We both lead very haunted lives. Um, I think you just like this is a serious note. I think you take radical ownership of the situation because if you let yourself feel like a victim for too long, you are never going to get over it and your life is going to spiral and True. your identity is going to be being a victim and you're not going to enjoy life. And so, yeah, sometimes it sucks that haunted shit happens to you and bad things happen to good people. I don't know why. It's something that I struggle with sometimes. Like, wh- like how could bad things happen to good people or innocent people? Well, we don't know the answer to that. But you can either live a life where you're constantly ruminating on that and wondering why something happened, looking for closure from someone, trying to uh, avoid that conflict in the next part of your life or you can just be someone who you know grows from it evolves from it and continues on with life it's not easy I'm not saying that you should sweep trauma under the rug but at some point it's like do you want to spend the rest of your life like reliving these traumatic experiences or do you want to be happy and move on like there are people in this world who are the movers and shakers of this world who have had terrible things happen to them who have witnessed horrible things and who have risen from the ashes and become better people for it and now they're on their way to help other people so I would say you know 
try if you can to recover from a haunted experience by like just helping other people with it or you know finding a way to grow out of it do what you need to do you need to take therapy you need to go on antidepressants whatever do whatever it takes to just get the fuck to the next level treat it like a video game right you just had a bad time with that boss maybe you can't beat them so you're gonna do side missions the rest of your life figure out a way to still enjoy it right yeah I think that's very well said I'm a big proponent of therapy if you have access to it definitely Definitely do it. Now that healthcare is mandated in the US, you can find a therapist that accepts your health insurance. Well, will they be the best therapist mm-hmm. on earth? Maybe not. Yeah. But I think sometimes I think that's better than nothing. Do telemedicine. I do the the app BetterHelp. And uh, I think like the first week is free. And then if you recommend other people to do it, then they can do it. And it's like really good for me because I'm busy. So I can literally just FaceTime with my therapist on my phone. I know at first I was like, oh, fuck that. That's stupid. I hate this. But then I was like, actually, this is the only way I'm going to do therapy from now on because it's just too time consuming to drive somewhere and there's no excuse to not do it yeah exactly and it's really easy yeah Yeah. I also think a lot of getting over a haunted experience is just waking up every day like and continuing to do something yeah like a lot of it is just waiting (laughs) sounds bad but like a lot of it is just waiting until you feel better like you got to keep getting up and keep trying to do something every day if you get laid off maybe that thing isn't work Mm -hmm. um but maybe you get up and you uh write something or you clean something or something to make you feel like a human because i've definitely been there where like some haunted thing has happened to you and you're like wow how am i going to recover from this and maybe you spend a few days feeling sorry for yourself or a few months feeling sorry for yourself or maybe a whole fucking year yeah but at some point you got to make the decision like Natalia said to just get up and do something and hopefully you do have a support network if you don't definitely try to you know what there are even nonprofits that offer free or discounted therapy sessions yeah a couple years ago we had actually maybe last year we did a charity fundraiser for the Loveland Foundation which is one such organization so definitely google it and find your support network now here's the fun answer these youtube motivational videos where it's just like a montage of black and white photos and like videos of like people failing then like climbing a mountain later and there's just like crazy music on top of it and there's like a motivational speech that's like it's not over until you win every day you gotta wake up you're gonna hit that wall and you keep hitting the wall but it's not over until you get over that wall and you keep telling yourself it's not over until you win and i like all of the cells in my body come alive yeah. and I feel like a shot of adrenaline and like suddenly I'm like super motivated to do whatever the fuck it is that I'm doing like I could wake up super depressed and just like god like I hate my life I have like caffeine addiction how am I supposed to solve this what am I supposed to do today I've got a long list but it all seems overwhelming what's the point of my life why am I here <laughs> da, 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 and start spiraling and then I like listen to one of those videos and I'm just like oh yeah I'm just gonna go to the post office and I'm gonna mail some merch right. it's like not that big of a deal I make to-do lists and if very you feel very accomplished when you can cross something off even if it's something small like do the dishes or like throw your socks in the laundry okay this one says which episode would you like to do an in-person visit to like area 51 Ooh, well i mean obviously the dream would be to get into area 51 we've only been outside the back gates Mm. um which was still a very cool experience but other than that i would say recently this month that episode we did on Roos Hall I want to know what the fuck is up with that fucking haunted English manor what mm-hmm. about you um you know what else uh while you're thinking I have another one I want to go to an underground abandoned nuclear bunker 
Oh yeah. Okay. You know this is mm, this is gonna be controversial. Uh-oh. I want to go underground Paris into those the catacombs? catacombs and yes. see that stuff. And yes. and and I want to go there because after we finish that vlog and I come out of that fucking shithole place, <laughs> I can be in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one too. Okay, next one. Allie, why don't you post baking videos anymore? Whatever you make looks so good. Thank you very much. Um, I do enjoy baking. That is uh, one of my many hobbies. She's very talented at it. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm not sure if that's true, but I enjoy it. And that's what matters in life. That's another uh, advice tip. Uh, just do one thing that you like, even if right. you're not good. Yep. Um, I love baking. The reason for not posting as much is is because I live with someone who is very anti-social media. And every time I try to do anything social media related, this is me being very honest right now. It just like turns into a nuisance. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this year, my New Year's resolution will be to give less of a fuck and be less affected by other people's negativity. And I'll just start doing it again. So if you start seeing more baking videos on my Instagram, that's what happened. Oh, God, I hate this one. Where do you see yourself in life in five years? You, hmm, you start. Do you want me to start? <laughs> I don't want to be here. Uh, you go. Okay, uh, hopefully not dead. Um, that would be the number one goal. Oh, man, that is a tough question. Hopefully I've traveled a lot more since the pandemic. Obvi- I haven't been able to go out of the country, so I would like to go out of the country some more. Man, hopefully I started exercising again in five years. I don't do any exercise and I need to and I think about it constantly. Hopefully I'm working a little bit less because I feel like I'm getting to the point of almost being burned out. So hopefully like I won't be driving super long distances for work anymore. Yeah, I guess that's all I can really think of. Is this like a dream scenario? What do I want to do in five years? Or is this like a reality? Like, where will you be yourself? It in says five years? where it says, where do you see yourself in five years? OK, well, in five years, hopefully I have fucking gotten mentally strong enough that I can do my life without constantly having to be reassured and needing like all of this external help to get through my day and you know I would really love it if my son was healthy and happy my partner and I were healthy and happy like you said hopefully like I'm able to run and work out and dance and do things that bring me joy hopefully I have a uh, group of friends in Georgia by that point in like a dream scenario my horse is like totally healed and we're able to like show and compete possibly doing cross country so I can do some eventing and um and get to spend some time in nature and yeah like hopefully <laughs> yeah as you get older maybe people uh who i'm not sure what our demographic is actually i know it's like 18 to 40 so i'm not sure who watches these i mean the demographic of people that watch the q and a oh, right. i'm not sure but as I, as i age and get older there's like not a lot of I don't know. Like, I feel like when you're like 19, you're like, I'm going to travel the world and then become president of the United States. Right. And then you realize how much work that takes. Yeah. And you're like, I don't really want that. It's not as glamorous as you thought. Yeah. That's kind of like where I got with the whole entertainment thing is I realized that this is a great analogy. Say you are born under five foot. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're just like a very petite, very small person. And you want to be a basketball player. 
that's great. You can absolutely be a basketball player. You can improve your skill on that. You can get to do it and uh, be amazing at it. But it's very like you're not going to be able to play in the NBA just because you've been born with like a certain set of parameters that would make it so that that's probably even though you enjoy doing that and you're good at it, Mm -hmm. that's probably not the best career goal path for you. Now, what you would be really good at is being a jockey. Like you would be an amazing jockey on top of a horse and you could take it to the fucking highest level that it could go to. You could go to the Grand National. You could like be awarded all this stuff and you could have all this prestigious stuff that perhaps someone who's born like seven foot, they wanted to be a jockey and they could like work as hard as they wanted to at it, but they would not be able to do it at the level that someone who was five foot would be able to do it at. That's true. And that is just the realities of life. And I feel like if you if you start when you start getting older and you have more experience, you stop trying to do things that are not going to bring you long term fulfillment and like happiness right because it's just impractical my tolerance for things just has gone down right, right. so it's like do i really want the tolerance for suffering has gone has down gone down dramatically exactly exactly yeah my mentality now is like uh i suffer so much on a day-to-day basis that like why do i want to add something new i can think of like a small attainable goal that would be fun i would love to um, have like a baking blog where like I post my favorite recipes and stuff like that that would be super fun maybe like take up a new hobby Mm -hmm. I mean I these five-year goals when you start getting older and seeing what the world is really like become a lot less lofty right I know I'm like I would really like to have my house decorated like nice for Christmas Ooh, Natalia this is spicy what are your favorite and least favorite recreational drugs to do okay for me personally favorite it's gonna be mushrooms sorry about (laughs) I think it's really good for the earth. I think eventually it will be legalized. I think there are all sorts of healthy applications. I think that it heals depression. I think it helps people with anxiety. I think it helps people who are going through terminal illnesses to understand that they are part of a broader picture and feel more peace about the fact that they are leaving this world. I think that mushrooms are God's gift to earth. I think that they connect all of us in a way that no other medicine can do and I think that it can be a very healing experience for people. I'm not talking about people who need to be like on different medications. So if you're hearing this and you're like, yeah, I'm going to break out of my cell right now and I'm going to go do some mushrooms and then I'm going to like climb to the top of Mount Everest and like talk to God. This is probably not the right (laughs) advice for you. I'm talking about the person who has been married for years or perhaps is working in a cubicle in a dead-end job or just doing the same thing over and over again in one like if there's more to life or they're like very afraid of failure or they have something in their life that is opened up to possibility those are the kind of people who need mushrooms now my least favorite thing is weed and I will tell you why because it is so unpredictable with me sometimes I'll smoke weed and it was like oh wow this is like a really chill fun times and other times I would just be so paranoid and like so spiraling and I'm like I have to get away from all of these people and like I need to fix my life and all of this shit is like wrong and oh my god I'm like failing and and it would just be this super critical thing and I was like couldn't have fun at a party like that so that's how I feel about that. That's so interesting because I was going to say my favorite would be weed. I feel like it's like a nice staple for just like day to day, like reduce inflammation. Like I definitely went through a phase where I had like super paranoia every time I smoked. Like, but I think a lot of that, as I like look back and reflect, a lot of that was like my own personal hangups about like 
you know, oh, shit, this is illegal. Like this. Oh, I don't I can't get caught. Right. Like you're like mm-hmm. a teen or in, in your early 20s, mid 20s, mid 20s even yeah. like, oh, shit. Like or and also just not knowing how to do anything in moderation. I feel like I'm a very right. balls to the wall person. So it's like I don't I for a long time. I didn't know how to like not just get baked, get baked. Yeah. yeah. Now that it's legal in California, I have worked on like marijuana farms and cannabis farms and hemp farms and like seen like how things are made and like kind of understand more like what different percentages mean and stuff like that. Um, And also my rheumatologist. Again, none of this is medical advice. I hope that like Natalia adds like a disclaimer here. Like if you don't want to do shrooms, don't do shrooms. We're not saying do shrooms. Yeah, I'm not saying smoke weed. It's not for everyone. This is a question for us on our podcast. Yes, so thank like, you. Yeah, come I'm on, just guys. always like paranoid that people are gonna be like, "Wow, that's terrible advice." I can't believe you would say that. Yeah, guess someone. what, guys? We give terrible advice. We're the most haunted bitches you've podcast. ever met. Don't do anything we say, bitch. You ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, my rheumatologist even said that he recommends cannabis to his um, patients with chronic illness that have pain. Mm-hmm. So I have found ways to partake in marijuana. Yeah, that is that is safe mm-hmm. and um minimal like some most of the time i don't even get high like quote unquote high it's just like something to take to minimize pain or reduce inflammation well then that's not recreational right yeah well i think it is because i don't have a medical card oh okay. yeah so i would say that would be like my favorite recreational drug least favorite honestly any uppers uppers have a time and a place <laughs> as you're discovering and figuring out your life and like doing shit and like uh you know having a fun time at a party perhaps Mm. now that i am like older and have accumulated more and more problems like i cannot enjoy i would be too afraid to do an upper like i would a hundred percent die immediately like immediate death and then you have to think about what's my fucking obituary gonna say it's gonna be like she Knew she shouldn't have done it. She the- bought $5 Molly from <laughs> yeah. someone in a parking lot right. in Palm Springs. Right. Had a great time. It but was cut with meth. Yeah. And she's gone now. Yeah. And her heart exploded. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want that. So a time and a place. Um, I, I am not in that time and place. Right. Yeah. I think that was a good question. That was the right amount of spicy. Okay, this one says, would you consider doing a live virtual show at some point? Yes, but I do think virtual shows are difficult because if like, it's always like someone's audio is delayed, someone's video froze, like... It's diff- it's we're more doing it right now, y'all. Yeah, we're recording this live right now. <laughs> yeah. So this is a live virtual show. I think like we could easily stream with these cameras we have now. That's like what they're for is for live That's streaming. True. But it's hard with our podcast because we are constantly like on the line between like, I mean, we're talking about haunted stuff, guys. And a lot of it is like we're triggering, very triggering. So when we're like recording stuff, we will realize like, you know what? We can't leave that in. Allie will point out and she'll be like, you can't say that. That's offensive. And I'm like, well, I'm just reading it off the page. And she's like, doesn't matter. Don't say it. But stuff still slips through the cracks. Yeah. Like it's difficult. And, and, and anybody who is a keyboard warrior out there that thinks that, oh, I would have never said that on a podcast. Dude, try it. If you're doing two hours 
right. of two to three hours of audio every week. Yeah. And I'm not saying problematic. Like, it's not even stuff that you would think would hurt. It was no. just, you know, I'm trying to think of a situation where it would be like. Um, it, it would be like, maybe I'm talking. Oh, maybe you say like, oh, yeah, women have like a really hard time with this. And then you realize later like, oh, I said women when in reality it's people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like things like that, that you're just like, you don't really think about the ramifications of what you said. So you have to like really choose your words carefully, I feel like, yeah. in order to not offend people. That's a good way to, yeah, to characterize it. Have y'all ever lied to us about something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Every time we say we're doing fine, yeah. it's a lie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> super, super lies. Remember that we're whole time? Well, there was like a whole time where I had just gotten out of jail yeah. and I was going through it spiritually and emotionally. And I was pretending like everything was cool oh, and we God. weren't talking about it because yep. there just wasn't enough time right i very recently uh got bad news at the doctor and then was trying to film like a fun tiktok and just started sobbing in the middle of the tiktok guess what that's not posted right yeah Uh, all you saw was me uh an hour later when i felt better with a fun filter on my face uh lip syncing to something yeah and Allie has asked me repeatedly to make tiktoks and i've just been too fucking sad to do them (laughs) so hopefully the, the cloud is lifting now right we're really hoping it's going to be a great time. Woo! This is a super fun Q&A. You know what? <laughs> to relate this back to Manscaped, as all things should, uh, the name of the season is Perseverance, which is mm. also the name of the cologne that you can buy on Manscaped.com That's and right. get 20% off plus free shipping using right. the discount code Let's Get Haunted. It's all about perseverance. When ha- you're going through haunted shit, all you can really do is put it's one foot in front going. of the other and yep. keep going. That's true. Will y'all ever get Nick Cage on the show? Hopefully. Please. There's no the way to know, God. but hopefully. Uh, what's a new hobby that you started this year, Natalia? I started riding, I started like doing some horse shows, which I had never done as a child. Yeah. Um, and uh, I started doing it and it's it's really fun and I enjoy it. Now, I will say I still am hypercritical of myself sometimes and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm never going to like make it to the Olympics and it's like super expensive and like basically everyone that you're competing against is like a little 12 year old girl. So is it stupid that I'm doing this? And I'm like, you know what? No, because it brings me joy and I don't know why it does it just does so I'm going to continue to do things that make me feel good and I feel like that's all you can do right that yes I love that that is a great new hobby to pick up um also very impressive I feel like a a lot of people don't understand and I don't know I'm just talking out of my ass but I feel like it's some it's like a physical activity like yeah I think a lot of people when they think of horses they're like oh the horse is doing all the work and I feel like that's not true No, it's not true because um, I have been lucky enough this year for the first year in my life to uh, I just started a lease on a horse that's much older than mine that has already been trained. And my whole life, I thought, oh, if I could just get on this trained horse, that everything would be different. But it's you still have to drive it. It's like you still have to know what you're doing. It's like driving a car, right? Like the car doesn't just drive for you. You still have to know how to steer. You have to know how to use the brakes and stuff. Now, is it better to have a car where all of the buttons work? And so you can (laughs) drive and not worry about the car's just going to explode or like jump off of a bridge for no reason? Yeah. Absolutely. But you still have to drive it. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, Formula One, for example, you think or NASCAR. You're like, they just drive a car in a circle. No, dude, that shit is crazy. It's a lot of like complex thought thinking and problem solving and like 
figuring out when you're going to pass and when you're not going to yep. like they look they're fucking sweaty when they get out of those oh, cars yeah. Yeah. so yeah i that's a great new hobby to pick up i'm trying to think of if i've picked up a new hobby i don't think i've picked up a new hobby this year i'm going to be honest but i do have plans um something i asked for for christmas this year is pottery classes because i think that would be fun that's like a low-key activity i'm not going to be like running putting stress on my bones and joints and muscles like i'm just going to be sitting and learning doing something with my hands like so i'm looking forward to starting that that new hobby in 2023 yes natalia are we going to get the same amount of content now that nat is moving yep yeah, I think, yep. and I think at one point probably even more because as soon as I can uh, figure out how to perform uh, human stuff, yeah. <laughs> I will probably be having more time to vlog and stuff there because it's the lifestyle's less demanding. Yeah, so we, you might start seeing more TikToks. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? the f- The future is endless, but we have no plans to stop content or reduce content. This one says, what would your ghostly nickname be? Example, the Bell Witch, Scratching Fanny, etc. This is a great question. We're going to throw up an image on the screen right now that tells you your LGH haunted episode nickname. Whoa. Um, So we're throwing that up right now. Leave a comment below with what results you get. But for the purposes of this question, what would my haunted cryptid name be? Is that what it is? Yeah, haunted ghostly Mm, name. Belinda the Bog bitch yeah. yeah belinda the bog bitch yeah yes i was gonna say witch but now i think bitch, bitch. makes more sense yeah. what kind of spells do i cast um i think it's just like a lot of bubbling and anyone Ooh, who comes potions? to that yeah potions <sighs> and i think anyone who comes to that bog is gonna be haunted yes. until they exhume your body oh i love that <laughs> i love that okay natalia now your name what do you what do you see yourself as what kind of creature are you more of a ghost a vampire a witch i think uh, i would be cryptid. like the headless horseman that like Ooh, just shows up for no reason yes like, why are they there don't know but they're you know pretty what? cool you know what <laughs> i have been thinking about ever since we did the roose hall episode and i told you about that hot chick that steps out of yeah. the carriage with the headless horseman right. being driven by headless horses and you were like that is the dream yeah. i see you as that oh my god thank you yes. are you serious yes you think i could be her yeah oh you could be this uh this cougar um <gasps> ghost because that's what it was yeah it was a cougar ghost like being led by like this hot th- i mean this is how i picture it in my mind like this hot headless um, guy. like ripped yeah. headless dude yeah, yeah. fuck yeah love, man, that. love that love that how would you each dispose of a body if dispose. i had all of the time and all of the resources in the world i think you would have to do acid right like if you don't want to get caught the- true yeah yeah i would want to feed the body to an animal because i feel like that would be fun it, well it's better i feel like you know i don't have to deal with like making sure shit's decomposed right right you know what i think i would feel better about the murder uh, aspect if the body was eaten because i would be like yeah. oh the cycle of life like an alligator or something yeah. you know or like go out uh, take up sailing bring the person into the middle of the ocean and international waters and just push them off. Right. For the black carpet. Now, am I strong enough to ever do any of that? No. (laughs) Do I want that karma on my conscience? Absolutely not. So would it happen? No. But for the purposes of this fun question, it could. Here's a fun question that is definitely going to be answered right now. Do you wear wigs? Have you worn wigs? Will you wear wigs? When will you wear wigs? (laughs) I love, I fucking love that. She's wearing a wig right now. So the answer is yes. Yes. 
do y'all like haunted houses like the ones you pay to go through during Halloween? If so, what is your fave? Really don't. I really don't like it. And um, I've had some really bad times in them. However, I do find myself going in them with fucking people trying to act <laughs> like I'm just a cool person who likes to get scared right? because it's really cool and fun. And like I'm laid back and chill like everyone. And wasn't that really fun when we just got scared oh there because there's no other parts of our lives that are scary and uncontrollable. So it was fun to simulate it in this experience yeah i'm just like you guys <laughs> you're reminding me of my very cringe pick me era when i was like 17 and I, i'm not like other girls like i right. don't get scared going through this haunted house <laughs> wait i really like that person you just were can you be them again sometime oh my god this is not a big deal at all i can't believe you're even screaming right now that is so not chill of you i like don't ever get scared my doctor says it's kind of like a problem that like i am not scared of anything and i have a really high pain tolerance <laughs> this next one says "Ooh, fuck mary kill spring healed jack indrid cold and the Pope-like monster. Okay, I am going to kill Indrid Cold because I feel like he's just a clinger and weird. <laughs> he just shows up when you don't want him there. And I feel like he would be like the kind of person who abducts you and like puts you in a room and is like, you're my wife. We're getting married. Ah. Right. <laughs> um, Spring-Heeled Jack, I would marry that guy because he just would be a really fun time. I feel like you would never be bored. I, they would be a terrible life partner, but I feel like they would be better than Indrid Cold or um, the Pope-like the monster. Pope-like monster. So would you fuck the Pope-like monster? I guess I have to. And you know, I really hate these Mary fuck kill ones because you always end up fucking whatever like personality beast. list yeah. beast there is just because you don't want to marry them right um so maybe it has to be the other way around maybe i would marry the public monster and i would just fuck spring heel jack he'd probably be great at it yeah love that logic i'm gonna be controversial i'm gonna say the uh the opposite of you just for keeping this fun um i would marry indrid cold because he has access to the universe in his spaceship and can take me oh. all over the world we can visit things also the lady we interviewed who had allegedly seen him said that he looked like marlon brando oh right didn't she Isn't but that, like i mean the scary smile we can work on. i will make him wear a mask or a bag on his head during relations i love that in this scenario you're like a gold digger and you're like he's got more shit he's got like, you know he can take me i'm places. trying to go up one in the world yes. spring heel jack doesn't have shit no other than spring heels right i would kill spring heel jack because he gives me rapist vibes and pope <laughs> pope like monster i guess i gotta fuck a beast will you guys discuss the declassified cia files probably um nat how did you figure out that you were bi like there was this girl that I had a crush on now looking back on it as an adult but when you're a kid you just like really want to be like them almost mm -hmm. like you want to adapt their personality sort of that's like a common thing I see on TikTok that's like I don't know if I want to be her or be on her yeah exactly so then like growing up I was like oh actually I think that was like in, a, in my way of like being really attracted to this person and not really understanding what it meant because like I didn't really know that there was like an option right this was like at a time in my life when I was like not sexually active right so right. I like didn't know what those feelings meant but it was like a general attraction to like specific women not all of them yeah because some of them just have no vibes yeah <laughs> but like the ones that do that the special thing that I feel about them that I don't feel about men like when I'm attracted to a man it's like a totally different thing it's like an animalistic thing where when I'm attracted to a woman it's like oh my god I need 
to be this person. Yeah, it's the aura <laughs> is much different. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we were younger, I I don't think like anyone even knew that that was like an option. No, it was, like, was not, not talked about. Especially not growing up in Texas. It oh, was I'm like sure. not even. And then Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck, Mary kill. Another one. Mothman, Ningen, and the infield horror. All of these are beastly. So uh, the infield horror was like a fucked up kangaroo, right? The <laughs> yeah. Ningen was a whale human. Right. Uh, the Mothman is a Mothman. I guess you have to marry Mothman because yeah. like he's going to be most like you. And um... But I don't really want to fuck the Ningen. Or... First of all, if you tried to fuck a Ningen, which is like a manta ray, but bigger, yeah. you're going to die. Maybe you could just like masturbate next to it. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, I think that counts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still it's still sex if no one comes, right? So, like, yeah. maybe you just, like, writhe all over them. And you're like, yeah, that was sex. <gasps> it's still sex if there's no penetration, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. so maybe you just get naked and, like, cover yourself in goo and just, like, dance all over their body. And that was sex. <laughs> Wait, so who are you marrying out of these things? Um, it would have to be... And who the, are you killing? The, the Einfeld... No, I'm marrying Mothman. Oh, oh, gotcha, I'm gotcha. I'm killing um, the Einfeld horror and I'm going to fuck the Ningen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to fuck Mothman because he's the only one that's even part human that makes sense for me. Um, I am going to... Kill the Ningen because those scare me. They scare me so much. And I guess I'm going to marry the infield horror, uh, this fucked up kangaroo. Right. And hopefully uh, <laughs> they die early and I can remarry. <laughs> this says, what's y'all's best haunted advice on how to be haunted, whether good or bad? Mostly good. How to be haunted? Being haunted is not a choice. Okay, yeah. being haunted is a lifestyle and a genetic predisposition. <laughs> and if you are haunted, you're just haunted. I'm sorry. Right. You can do things to de-haunt yourself temporarily, but over time, you that just haunting accept it. is going to creep back in. Radical yeah. ownership, you're haunted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's something unexpected that you learned while researching an episode this season? The Hamar Devon episode. I learned that Lake Baikal is one of the most polluted radioactive lakes in the mm. world. That was a new unexpected thing that I learned. Oh, during the Francis Levy handprint one, I realized that the first firefighters were just crazy people. Like they yeah, had yeah. no access to any sort of tools or knowledge um, that they had like no training Basically, right. uh, they were just people who ran into burning buildings. Yeah, like regular ass people. Yeah, and yeah. just tried to save people, which is pretty fucking cool. Oh, also during the Battle of Los Angeles, I learned that uh, Santa Barbara was shot up by a submarine. Oh, oh like, yeah. How random. Who knew that? Yeah. Thoughts on the Watcher series on Netflix. Okay, I am so glad someone asked yes. this. Have you seen it? It's. I watched half of the first episode and then I really? shut it off. Okay, so many people said that they thought it was bad. It's I, bad. I thought that it was actually pretty good. Like, I really enjoyed watching it. I thought that the ending was just like a slap in the face. Like, mm. they had, like, done a really good job of making it really smart. And um, is it Naomi Watts? I don't know. Whatever the beautiful woman is, like, she's so put together. They had done a really good job of, like, styling and presenting this very sophisticated world. They they were treating us like we were smart. But then at the end, they just treated us like we were fucking idiots that, like, 
were just garbage. Like the ending was so dumb. Maybe I need to watch the whole thing. My impression of it just watching, like I said, only like half of the first episode. It's like the whole thing about that story, because I am I researched it. I'm the one that told that story on the, on the podcast, yeah. is that it's like very scary because you're like, is this that the dad regretted buying the house and he's like in over his head and he's just trying to get out of the sale? Is it that there's really someone in the neighborhood fixated on this house? Is it a ghost? Is there yeah. someone living in the walls? How do they know the names of the children? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's very a very scary, true story to live through. And then watching the first episode, it was just like all these lame jokes and like, oh, ha ha ha, look, it's a ha-. like, I don't know. I just didn't like the vibe of the first episode and I got mad and I turned off yeah I mean I would say you need to watch the rest of it but I'm also like you don't because you're just going to be let down by the ending it builds it like builds in intensity I think did it did it get spooky ever yeah it did it did a lot it got very spooky uh what is a widely held belief you had that was truly a Mandela effect of something else so something you believed wholeheartedly happened and then later realized it never happened some people remember that like the Berenstain Bears were the Bernstein or something and then, like, I don't know, I've, I've been on r slash Mandela effect before. There has been some times where I thought perhaps, like, I misperceived a relationship with people. I'm talking about friendships, oh, right? okay, okay. So, like, there's been a few times where I thought I wasn't as good of a friend to someone, but then they were, like, calling me or invited me to do something that I felt like was kind of... Something you would only ask someone you really trust or really know where I was like, oh, in this moment, I'm realizing that I'm probably one of the only people in their lives that they can trust. And I didn't realize that before okay. specifically with when someone like asks you to be one of their uh, in their wedding or like if someone invites you to like certain events or something like that, you know, I realized like, oh, actually, maybe they don't have as many friends as I thought or maybe they don't have like real people i don't know or maybe they just really like you that couldn't be it (laughs) that would never no way no could it see this is what i'm talking about i hate i don't i'm like i gaslight myself so i don't know the answer to that question everything feels like it could be something different if someone told me like oh actually you were wrong about everything in my life i'd be like i knew it yeah yeah like uh actually Hitler didn't die in his bunker. Mm. He died in battle, you know, right. or something like that. I'd be like, All right, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but I'm absolutely sure. I mean, I'm con- we're constantly learning new things when we research topics like, oh, I didn't realize that, like, this is why that war started, you know? So is that a Mandela effect or are we just ignorant? Right. Both. Like, both. <laughs> how many listener stories do you have right now and how often do you get them? A fucking lot. Um, we get yeah. like several per day because I get I see it on my phone. It's like you got a new email. And let me tell you, it's pretty haunted to like wake up in the morning. and The first thing you see is like email subject line. I saw my dead mom in my car last night. Right. You know, I'm looking right now. I can tell you guys in our inbox. This doesn't mean that, that these are all listener stories. But in our inbox, we have a little over 500 unread emails. However, don't let that deter you because we are adding more and more listener stories. Like as you guys saw this year, instead of doing them every 10 episodes, we're doing them every five. Um, And so who knows? Maybe in the future we'll do even more listener stories. So definitely still send them in. If you'd like to send in a listener story, you can do so by emailing letsgethauntedpod at gmail.com. But yes, right now uh, we have 545 unread messages. Oh, wow. Okay, here's a juicy one. Has a situation ever come up that made you almost quit making the podcast? If not, what would? 
I mean, probably like uh, when life shit happens, when yeah. life shit happens, it's like overwhelming sometimes. Right. And you're yeah. like, how are we going to do this? And then we just do it. Yeah. Making this podcast, making this content, doing this at the level that we do it, it literally takes up all of your free time. When I was pregnant, I had this like dream that I was going to make and produce this like short that I had written about aliens and strippers. And I filmed it. And now I'm in the editing process. And I've just gotten to the point where it's like, I just sort of gave up on the idea that it was going to happen anytime soon because there's not time for it, you know, and you only have so much creative energy. So it's like, okay, is the podcast going to suffer or is this project that I'm working on going to suffer or is my relationship uh, with my fiance going to suffer? Is my relationship with my son going to suffer? And I like made the decision, okay, no, I'm just going to prioritize the podcast and like, because it's good and this is what we've been doing. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. But like, I I feel like the decisions for me have always been, I'm going to quit whatever else it is that's going on and focus more on the podcast that's what I try to do but yeah I mean there's been times I'm sure like when you were sick like when I was pregnant we there was times where we like definitely didn't get an episode out on time and that's frustrating it's frustrating to like not hit your metric goal or like when you know sometimes you'll have a month where the streams weren't as good and that can be discouraging because you're like damn I really liked those episodes like did we not do the right SEO were the tags not you know Probably the algorithm. Yeah. Like, did we not do a good job promoting them? Like, okay, should, uh, is it because like, uh, you know, I made the tweet go up at 2 p.m. instead of 1 p.m. You know what I mean? Like a lot of it is trial and error and it is easy to get discouraged. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's times where we're like, why are we like putting so much work into this thing that's really doesn't have that much return on it. But I feel like what makes it worth it is the haunties yeah the the listeners the community people being like laughing at the stupid jokes we have and like you know riding into us yeah and telling us about their own lives and Mm -hmm. like us all just sort of being like hey we realize this thing that we're obsessed with this podcast is like pretty stupid and (laughs) it's like really niche and it doesn't matter in the grand scope of things but like it matters to us that there are other people who care about this as well yeah and so it makes it like to me that's like family like family is the most important thing in life right yeah insert uh a gif of bruce willis no or, no no, no. Uh, uh, vin diesel vin diesel <laughs> i always get bruce willis and vin diesel mixed up what was your most haunted date slash relationship uh worst relationship would have been when i was like 22 i realized it was haunted when i broke up with him uh, i tried to leave his house after i broke up with him he grabbed my purse smashed it against the wall broke my makeup compact inside locked himself in the bathroom and trigger warning uh skip forward five minutes if you don't want to hear this um if you are sensitive to self-harm he said he was going to harm himself in his restroom i could not get into the bathroom i'm like banging on it banging on it uh he lived with his mom so then his mom is banging on uh like his he lived it was like a duplex and he lived on one half and his mom lived on the other is like banging on the duplex being like what's going on in there what's going on in there and i'm like do i call the cops do i not call the cops and so then finally i was like dude if you don't get out of the bathroom right now i'm fucking calling the cops because he was not he was the type of person to like use that so that you wouldn't leave you know what i mean right uh but i didn't want like on the off chance like i just didn't want anything to do with it right like you never want to be responsible for that so 
Then he gets out of the restroom. I finally fucking like I grab my purse that he threw across the room and smashed into the wall. Um, he comes out of the bathroom with a fucking baseball bat. OK, I, did, I don't know. I didn't even know that there was a baseball bat, bat in that bathroom is chasing me around his house with a baseball bat. I grab my purse. I make a run for it. I sprint to my car. I fucking leave. I didn't call the cops. I don't know why I didn't call the cops. And then when I get home, I'm like, OK, it's fucking over. I'm never going to talk to this guy ever again. Blocked his number. Um. This is back in the day where Instagram used to have a map feature where all of your posts, regardless of whether or not you tagged a location in it, would show up on a map and you would have these clusters. Mm. So I moved after this. He was so insane that he looked at my Instagram map feature, figured out where the general radius of where I must be living was and fucking drove around. Keep in mind, I was living two hours away from him by this point because I moved. Oh my God. He drove around until he saw my truck and fucking waited at my truck. I was not home, thank God. And I figured out he was waiting at my truck because he then put a note on the windshield being like, I love you, but didn't sign his name. So then I come out to my truck the next day and I find this fucking weird ass note. And I'm like, who even what who could have left this? And I'm like, it has to be him. So then I unblock him and I'm like, dude, did you like figure how did you find me? Like, how'd you figure out where I live? And he's like, oh, Instagram map feature. <laughs> Sorry if it was creepy. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, don't ever fucking talk to me again or I will call the cops. And he's like, if you call the cops, I'm going to leak your nudes. Uh, and so then I just eventually moved again and never heard from him ever again until many years later when he hit me up on Facebook in Facebook messages and I never responded. And then he hit up my friend, one of my really good friends on Facebook and she messaged me and was like, why the fuck is he messaging me? Are you guys on good terms again? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. And so then she blocked him as well. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I have yeah. one that can compete with that one. So that man was very haunted. And I hope every day that he does not listen to this podcast or have anything to do with us. I hope he's moved on and found someone else to fixate on. Would you ever do a drunk or high episode? Yes, I would love that. Yeah. Would you marry a ghost <laughs> if they were cool? Yeah. Yeah. Which cryptid beast, ghost or witch would you most likely bring home to your parents? UB-65, the damned submarine of World War II. I would bring home that fucking <laughs> haunted captain. My dad would love Yes. Them. Dads love war ghosts. <laughs> How is Enzo doing? He's doing so well. He is thriving. And oh my God, he's so cute. I'm going to maybe insert a video here yes. of him stomping his foot in a puddle that I just got on tape. It was Aww. so cute. What's the most haunted present you've re ever received? That person who shipped us the possum oh, the, the foot. The possum foot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or also, um, we once got shipped a haunted uh, Ouija board planchette. Yeah. Do you like squishmallows? And if so, what's your favorite squishmallow? What is that? They're like these really cute plushies that are really fat and cute and kawaii and oh, like yeah, colorful. They're like pastel. Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know which one I like, but I had a cinema roll that was like filled with that stuff. Like it's like a memory foam Tempur-Pedic type stuff that I liked. Yeah, I think anything that's like a pastel pink, cute, squishy would be cute. Um, if you had to pick an episode to redo or do a major update on, which would you pick? 
Um, all of them. Also, we just did. If you guys missed it, we just did a case update for the first time ever. Go back, just listen to it. Any shit from season one, I would say. Oh, like redo. redo the audio, redo the thing. There are some really comedic moments. Like when I listened back to it, I was like, oh, fuck, we were really funny. Like we were <laughs> on point with the sarcasm and like the quickness, you know, of right. it. But we also had no idea how to make good content. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Redo. You know what? We would redo Staircase in the Woods because we felt we recorded that in a bathroom mm-hmm. on uh stereo instead of mono yeah and we also i would redo oak island because i hated the mm-hmm. way that episode turned out because mm-hmm. we lost half the audio remember right. that and so then once the episode was like edited and stitched together it like barely made sense mm. how much longer are you going to do the podcast that's a great question i don't know i feel like i just let Alyssa make decisions <laughs> because she's better at it and there's like she's just good at it so oh, Alyssa, how much longer should we do the podcast you know i'm hoping it's going to continue to grow and i guess one day if people stop listening yeah. or if life gets too chaotic we'll stop but right now we're perseverance the name I, of the game i hope it evolves right yeah. like i hope that like at one point it turns into a vlog or we're able to bring guests on or we find like a new niche or something that we can do um yeah yeah i agree with that would you rather be eaten by a half cannibal or a half no sorry would you rather be eaten by a half human fish hybrid or a cannibal half human half fish hybrid because yes. a cannibal would be fucking terrifying yes. that's just a person that's attacking you and you don't know why um where the other thing is you're just like oh i'm gonna die like this is terrifying and yeah. but it's also like in a way it's like this is how it should be yeah and also hopefully they drown me first before eating me <laughs> have you guys started your own magical practices being y'all been doing which resource or being y'all been doing which resource reach being y'all what the fuck is this being that y'all have done witch research i think it's like being y'all been doing witch research oh there you go maybe um to answer your question no i i do not but i know natalia does maybe you can speak to that yeah i mean i have little things that i do um i'm actually starting to connect a lot more with it now that i live back in nature because like where i live in georgia there's woods there's deer there's life and i feel like when you're part of nature is like when you really feel that you can sort of alter it with because you realize like oh I'm a part of this ecosystem I'm reading this really awesome book right now that one of our guests wrote um Shawan Koo's book it's really 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 good I highly recommend it it's beautiful has like the most beautiful illustrations in it and it like it talks about spell work and it talks about ancestry and all this stuff and it's just really magical oh wow so I like recommend that but yeah We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes. Uh, how would you react if Enzo had a past life or a ghost friend? Um, you know what? I actually have heard from a psychic that Enzo has had a past life and that he's like a very old soul and that he was oh, he's a shaman I and that, that he has already completed his duty on this earth and that he decided to come back down to do life with me because he like wanted to teach oh, me and show me the world. That's beautiful. It, it was really nice. And I was like, do you say this to everyone? Yeah. But, you know, I have heard that. So I think he already has had several past lives and he's already completed his journey and now his new mission is to teach others um so yeah i reacted pretty positively to that now if he had a ghost friend i feel like it would be fine because i really trust him um i think he like he's not like a scared child he's like a very old soul and he kind of like takes ownership and charge so if he had a ghost friend i would be like maybe i need a ghost friend yeah yeah (laughs) he's a trendsetter yeah yeah 
which paranormal game you've covered would you actually try? Three Red Kings Ritual. Red Book Game. Uh, best worst recreational drug experience. Uh, one time had a bad trip. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to drag <laughs> myself back down into that area. It sucked. I was in a, a also staying in a motel at the time, and the motel was super sketchy. It was one of those long term stay places, and a crazy dude was banging on the door uh, at two a.m. Don't want to talk about yep. it. Yep. You. Uh, best one. I was in a national park with my best friend, and it was amazing. Uh, worst one. I. I had a terrible bad trip at a music festival and it was not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh what was your fave topic to cover this season? Why do these things take thoughts? Cam loops. Cam loops. I think how to summon a demon yeah. because I was like super interested in it and I was also scared at the same time and the whole thing was interesting. That's the best ones. What was a failed episode idea? This, sorry, that other one was. Oh, repeat. I have a bunch. I try to do one on haunted pregnancy rituals. I try to do another one on Hitler's ghost. I keep coming back to Hitler's ghost. I, yeah. And it's and it's not. It's never going to play out well. But no. I will tell you that it is so fascinating to read about the culture of uh, what was going on in occupied Germany in the during World War II, and that's what draws me in. Is it's like the history of like, oh my God, this was actually a thing. And right. then I realize like, there's no way to talk about it without coming off like Kanye West. So. So just forget about it. Um, I actually, yeah. <laughs> I actually keep a list of uh, topics that I have not covered yet, but I want to. And this is always stuff that I've spent hours and hours and hours researching, and then just fall out of inspiration, Abandoned. but want to do. So I'm going to read them super fucking fast. Uh, Project Moon Dust, The Alaskan Pyramid, Angel Hair, Astral Jelly, The Wilson Memo, Rendlesham Forest, Montauk Project, Photography, The Black Volga, Irish Fay Folklore, Sons. Butterfly People, Haunted Yellowstone, Skinwalker Ranch, Philadelphia Experiment, Codex Gigas, Owls and Aliens, The Summerton Man, Hex Hollow Murders. Oh, I did that one already. The Bloody Benders, Headless Valley, Apollo 20, Mona Lisa. It's funny because some of those I've also looked into and have abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they'd be interesting. What episodes from season four do you consider flops and which do you think did really well? Oh, God. All right. Let me I'll find my biggest flop. Let's see. I would say maybe like Blue Ridge Witch. I'm I actually haven't looked at the statistics, but I'm sure that one was a flop. And then my one that did the best is probably either going to be M Cave or Black uh, Black Diver. I've had a lot of flops, so it's hard to say which one is the worst flop. I don't I can't think of one that was a flop like off of the top of my head. Like sometimes we have st ones that do like really fucking bad and you're like, man, that was the flop of the season. Maybe Psychic Children flopped. Flo I don't think it flopped. Well, I mean, it's your opinion, right? What do you think was a flop? <laughs> what do you think I think was a flop? Uh, oh, God. Or do you have an Padma emotional... Padma McCord theory Padma was a flop. <laughs> yeah, that one was just stupid, uh, but I had already spent so much time on it, and I was like, I'm not going to start a new episode. I thought it was interesting, because um, I'm not super entrenched in the TikTok world yet, but I'm working on it. The one I thought that was really good was Baba Anushka. Yeah, yeah. Baba Anushka was cool. What are your dream jobs? Just to be like a really rich equestrian who <laughs> like just travels the world riding right. horses. Um, I don't know that I have a dream job, but I do hope that this podcast at some point uh, becomes mainstream. Nat, do you still teach Pilates? Do you still want to own your own studio? Uh, I don't teach Pilates anymore. Maybe I want to own my own studio at some point. What's the most haunted time in your early 20s? Uh, was, all of it. Yeah, fuck, fuck all of it. All of it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can you explain Nat's Atlanta situation? What does this mean for the pod in the new office? I live in Atlanta. I'm going to fly back to L.A. Maybe every six weeks or so we'll do uh, like as many episodes as we can in that time in the office. And and then, uh, yeah, that's how we'll do it. And if we need to, we'll do a few remote recordings in between. 
Yep, maybe have some guests. We just don't know yep. yet, but uh, we have no plans to quit or reduce content production. Um, do y'all ever think or recognize the positive effects that you have on such a large number of people? Well, that's really sweet. That's really sweet. No, I've never no. thought about that before. <laughs> no. Do Sometimes, people like this? <laughs> no, yeah, we have no idea. I think people comment stuff on it, and um, I am just always scanning for negativity, so I don't really, like, notice it. But there's every once in a while when I stop and I think about it, and I'm like, oh, actually, it's really cool that we have people that send us stuff, that we have people who yeah. are involved in the community. That's true. So in, a, in one way, yeah, I mean, that's, like, the only reason we keep going. We've got five minutes left. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? uh invisibility because sometimes i just want to disappear what about you uh floods be able to find a bunch of money <laughs> wherever i want i was gonna say fly but then i was like who fucking cares if you fly? <gasps> i thought you were gonna say floods i, I want to be like a a, a pirate who yeah. like a pirate witch mm. with every supernatural power yeah what's something that inspires you on days when things don't feel easy also love you guys um, on days when things don't feel easy, it's really hard uh, to do stuff. And I wouldn't even call it an inspiration. Sometimes I'm not inspired at all. And the only thing that keeps me going are deadlines and uh, being able to cross shit off of a checklist. Yeah. Um, the YouTube motivational like speeches, are they will keep me going. I'll link some in the show notes here. The <laughs> crackhead YouTube uh, montages. What's the best date you've ever been on? God, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Um, probably like any of the times people have taken me on trips. What yeah. about you? Yeah. It's my fiance had some really stellar first dates where I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So, yeah, the probably some of those were yeah, where it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the desert and like go like, right, yeah, like snowboarding or whatever. Oh, yeah, things like that. Trips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Will you ever do an on-site investigation? Yep. Will you guys be doing any in-person investigations in the next year? Yep. Do you think art is a spiritual practice? For example, does painting count as a form of occultism? I definitely 100% believe that. Who's going to be moving everything out of the office when the lease is up? Hopefully they allow us to renew the lease and we don't yeah. have to think about it. How would you haunt each other as ghosts? I don't think we would. Yeah, I think yeah. Alyssa would die at that <laughs> point. So I don't want to be responsible for her death. Do you think that aliens would believe in ghosts? Yes. I think aliens do believe in ghosts because I think in some ways they are ghosts. Yeah. What spooky Christmas entity would win in a fight? Perchta or Krampus? I don't know who Perchta is, so I'm picking Perchta. Krampus. How backlogged are y'all on listener stories? I can imagine you probably get so many. 540 emails. What are both of your favorite episodes from any season? Uh, I really liked the Randonautica episode. I just hate the way that I edited it, and that was my fault. I just keep coming back to uh, the Superstition Mountains, where we had the lost Dutchman's yeah. treasure. It's hard to surpass that one. Uh, what was the haunting that made you realize haunting was for you? Um, I think Natalia and I have talked about this before, probably 9-11. It's so funny that you were going to yeah. say that because in my mind I was like, it's definitely like, yeah, don't say 9-11. It's definitely you like on morbid reality being a fucking weird creeper and don't say that though. And then you said it. So well, that's what it is. <laughs> Not necessarily haunted, but what are both of your favorite bands or musicians growing up? Brand new. I really liked this band called Hello Goodbye and also My Chemical Romance. We know Bigfoot got scrapped, but have any other episodes slash topics not made the final cut that you started recording? Yeah, we said all of those earlier. Also, I'll add to it. I did a whole expose on Marilyn Monroe before I realized that it, her life was really sad and I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> what is your most haunted birthday slash holiday story? When you got the Chia Pet and your brother got a car? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Uh, if you guys didn't hear that story, that I think that was a Q&A uh, maybe from season two or yeah. something. 
season three, maybe? Uh, mine would have to be that, like, uh, this whole thing that transpired back in 2018 when I got pulled over on my way to Christmas with mushrooms in my car and ended up going to jail yeah. four years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most haunted birthday, though, definitely core memory. You're involved in this core memory. When we went to Vegas for my birthday one year, we all got really fucking wasted. I fell asleep uh, on a bed, it fully clothed, super early. And uh, right before I fell asleep, I had ordered the most room service you've ever seen in your life because one of the girls that was with us was like, hey, for your birthday, here's a credit card. You can order whatever room service you want. And I really took that to heart when I was blacked <laughs> out and woke up with a melted sundae next to me and a salad and chicken fingers and like a grilled cheese that and none of them, which I had even touched. You and that same girl were... We're hanging out with this guy. The guy came back to the hotel room, went to uh, pee and wash his hands, came back out and was like, you want to know how I know you girls are fucking nasty? You're on like day two of your trip and none of you have unwrapped the soap. The other two <laughs> girls on the trip uh, were t- were skinny dipping in a guy's pool. Really iconic. Um, and the girls that were skinny dipping, one of them got in her eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, that was wild. Yeah. What's the worst thing you've ever done that you got away with? Two minutes. I did not get away with it. <laughs> worst thing that I've done that I've gotten away with? Um. Okay, I got really wasted one time in college. I'm not going to go into the backstory, but I ended up jumping out of a moving vehicle that the guy I was dating at the time was driving because I was mad at him about God knows what. And then I started running down the street away from him and he was trying to get me back in the car and I was like, no. And then when he finally left because he was like, this is fucking stupid, I started trying to hitchhike and I was in the middle of the road, drunk off my ass, underage, hitchhiking. And then um, a cop came by and I was literally in the middle of the road at 2 a.m. Um, and all of these things are all illegal. And I just ran as hard and fast as I could away from the cop. And he never found me. Wow. Okay, I have one. You can tell me to skip if you want. Why did Allie and Steven break up? You know what, guys? That was three years ago. I really don't, truly don't even know the answer anymore. It was just a series of domino effect, unfortunate events that happened all in a row that we could not get through. And sometimes life be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you could create your own cryptid, what would it be? Location, appearance, etc.? Uh, just a hot, rich person who wants to <laughs> marry me and they just adore me and give me whatever I want. That's it. That would truly be a cryptid. And, and they disappear when I don't want to see them anymore. Love that. And come back when I want to see them and require no upkeep at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go back in time, what's one thing you would do differently for the podcast? Uh, I would definitely give myself all of the technological sa- savvy that we have now yeah. and bring it back to the first season. And I would avoid the whole stalker situation somehow. <laughs> I would like foresee that coming somehow. And not, like that girl, when she first said something to me at work or whatever, or the first time she like reached out to me, I just right. would have quit my job and Been blocked like, her. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did Allie and her BF meet? How did Nat and her fiance meet? No more on Nat's fiance. Ooh, you take this one. You no, heard you. More how did? Story. No, your your story. Hinge, hinge. Yeah, I made a dating profile. I caught this person. I made a decision. I was like, I want to meet someone like my fiance. Um, so I need to get my shit together minimally so that they will bring me into their life. And I did it. <laughs> Are you not going to say what site you met on? Because that's a juicy story. We asked for spicy stuff. I'm not going to go into hardcore details, but we met very spicy. We are two very spicy, thrill-seeking individuals. <laughs> and I will say that the way that we met is very uncharacteristic of two people who love each other, get married, and have a family. <laughs> but it worked out. It worked out. Whatever happened to the stalker, to the stalker saga, mm. is there still legal stuff going on? You take this one. 
Um, the restraining order, I think, ends soon. I yeah. haven't heard from them in a long time, but I also don't look into it all at all, but just because I've been busy with life and whatever. Um, the I just kind of stopped posting. I just kind of like stopped doing things that would trigger that person and just tried to focus on living in the real world, even though it was really painful because I really liked making vlogs on YouTube. I liked being on social media. I liked making content, but it really just sort of took the wind out of my sails when I started feeling like everything I was doing was in somehow harmful to other people or whatever, because that person would just, they they weren't just like, fuck you, you suck. They were like, wow, you're racist. You're sexist. Like what you said was offensive. Da, da, da. And it was like, now looking back on it, I'm not as sensitive because I'm not pregnant anymore. But at the time I was like, I don't want to hurt people. Like I don't want to make people feel bad. And so I just sort of stopped making content. Yeah, I will say this person has some very serious mental health issues that I hope they've dealt with. Um, I don't think so, just based on the very recent resurgence that this person had in your life that you told me about. Um, however... Uh, this person is a terrible person. So if for some reason, this person <laughs> rears their head and become once the restraining order ends yeah. and like starts spamming our social media accounts. Just be aware, guys. Um, this person we talked about on a Beyond the Pine podcast. You can yeah. go search that up. It's going to be there in the title. We've only done Beyond the Pine a, a couple of times. And listen to that entire saga and you will see like how haunted this person is. All right. Well, guys, I hope that we answered um, your questions to your satisfaction and I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope it works. Uh -huh. I hope the video works. <laughs> BRB going to go enter a giveaway for <gasps> Manscaped products from Let's Get Haunted so that they won't fire us. Yeah. Bye. Bye.